the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Welcome to Nerdables to episode 134. This week we are doing our Captain America Civil War review, so we're going to tell you right now, there will be a lot of spoilers in this, so if you There's haven't seen the movie... and it's not very civil. If you haven't seen the movie, watch the There's movie like one first. guy and Unless another you guy be spoiled. and they fight and they well, do was, some stuff. There was more than one guy. Did you watch the same movie I watched? Chris Evans yeah. was the weirdest pick for Robert E. Lee I've, I've <laughs> ever seen. He said, did you see that meme? <laughs> civil War spoilers. Robert E. Lee surrenders. Lincoln dies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Paul yes, Bentley, we'll be, we will Paul be talking Bentley about. As, we will be talking about as, plot uh, points. Grant. We'll be talking about surprises. Our likes, we'll our dislikes. We'll be talking about all the different pieces of guest the appearances. Film. Text Beth and tell her I restarted. <laughs> so, anyways, um, she's figured it out. Okay, so what do you guys think of it? We'll go around, Chris. I think it made a whole lot of money. No, my favorite part is you asked me what I thought of it. Yes. And I said, I'm really glad that that hack Joss Whedon isn't doing the Avengers franchise anymore. And immediately, in all seriousness, you sent back, I don't understand what that has to do with this film. <laughs> I know. I did that on purpose. It's like, <laughs> okay, put two and two together, buddy. No, I did uh, that on purpose. No, I don't know, because there's a lot of text the last couple of weeks that I've been sending you and just don't, it just goes like, it's somewhere up here in the stratosphere of your mind. Well, it depends and your on your moon capsule has already like hit the sea, and the aircraft carrier has come, <laughs> and they've picked up everybody, and and everything. So I'm not landing on the platform like SpaceX. Not, not even close. Um, I had more expectations going into this film than I did in terms of Winter Soldier. We're going to talk a lot about Winter Soldier because obviously the same team really put that that movie together as yes, well. Yes, I did. Um, Winter Soldier. I went in with kind of middling expectations because the first Avenger is good. Wasn't my favorite. I went into like. And walked out going, oh, my God, this might be my favorite Marvel film. Um, is it your favorite Marvel film? Uh, Winter Soldier and Thor kind of like one, two. And now I can throw in Civil War as well. Uh, okay. So I went in with more expectations, and it still met them. I felt like it didn't exceed them the way that Winter Soldier did, but because they were so much higher, mm-hmm. it's like I really want a great film that I love, and I want to be excited when I walk out. That was the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. When I walked out, I was excited. I walked out of Civil War, and I was excited. I was like, that was fantastic. Well, it's like my boss was telling me. We were talking about it earlier today, and it's the th- the three Captain America movies are in both of our top five of Marvel movies altogether. So wait, you're you're moving Iron Man 2 or 3 out of there? Yes. It was 2. Wasn't it 2 that was in there? It was yeah. 2. It was like number yeah. 2 in his list. No, it, it, was, it was farther down. Two. Than that. No, it was like, it was it was like, like 4 or 5. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was down there. I no, mean, but it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean. Okay, so Ethan, what did you think of it? I really enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't, I liked everything that happened in the film. So, I mean, I liked the... You're not giving a lot of specifics. Fuck you guys. Why do you even ask them? I start trying to go into a little more detail and you just, start cracking it's just up. just relax. Fuck you. Relax. Good God. Why does everyone on this couch have a fucking stick so far up their ass they don't know what to do? Go suck a little I'm waiting to see wood come out of oh, both I, of your I, fucking mouths. Like... What? It's just because you have a stick up your ass so far. Uh, like, ah, the tree's going to be growing out of your fucking teeth. Is that where trees come from? Yes. Sticks? Yes. Trees, you know, when you wake up with trees a tomato come from plant sticks in your forehead, it makes ass. you think it. stick in your ass. It was just funny the way that you said, 
I liked it. I liked everything or whatever it was. It was just kind well, of. It's chuckling. like, what else do you say? Like, oh yeah, I really loved it. Well, were there specific moments that yes. you liked? I I loved the first uh, confrontation between the two teams. I liked the setup of the whole um, beginning part. The only thing I wish there was more of was more of crossbones. Because I was expecting going into this that Crossbones is going to have a bigger part. Well, and yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll into, get that into that. Later, that. We'll get yeah. into that. Oh, now we're so that was it. that yeah. was my thing. We got we got to segment these off. What we like, what we didn't like. No, and I do, but but there is. I want to get into to the specifics of the movie as we go along, and we'll break down the movie as it goes. But I just kind of want to get an idea of what you guys liked, and if there was anything that stood out that you liked or disliked, and that way we can make sure we notate I love that to go the back little to it. surprise. Uh, appearances or quote unquote experience of like the superheroes, which we'll get into more detail. Um, mainly like with Ant Man and with Spider Man, I really enjoyed those. So okay, so Sebastian, how about you? Because you saw it today. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it this morning because I like to. I like to be the old man. I saw it with my dad and six other people in the I entire theater. See, no I, I, I wish I would done that because <laughs> the first time I saw it, I had. High school kids all around me on Thursday that's night. Why so I don't go to the movies. Go on Thursday night. So and that's why Thursday. I went again on Saturday. I know. Saturday's not much better. But. My only problem was because I saw it Friday afternoon at this theater that had like the really leather like reclining chairs. And so it was great. Did you fall asleep? No. But every like once in a while you hear someone try to adjust their chair. So I was like. In the middle of the movie. It's like what the hell? So seeing, seeing it today with, with, with all the old people. How was it? How was it? Uh, the old people were were having a good time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I actually I, I I liked it a lot. It's in the top five. I think Winter Soldier is still a better constructed movie. Yes, mm-hmm. there'll be more yes. details that I'll get into. Yeah, that. we're because uh, I agree on this. But there are many many things that I I enjoyed. Mostly, I like that the Russo brothers have taken the leap into making the Marvel movies better character studies. Mm-hmm. And that the lens of the Marvel Universe is now through the Stark family, which is a very, very interesting choice, but also, I think, a very good choice. Yeah, especially since most of the Starks are dead. I mean, Ned got his head cut off. Yes. Like Rob got exactly. oh, <laughs> which Which gives... Hey, John's back. Oh, I should say. The, it gives a good... Eh, it, gives, a week. It, it gives the audience a good place to connect. And using the Stark family as having the lineage through the Marvel Universe makes it, I think, the perfect way. And the movie handled this well, or it handled it really well, and I think gave people something to look forward to, especially if uh, uh, John Slattery decides to come back for more appearances, which I think he may or may not be slated to do. But uh, he played Howard Stark. He plays older Howard Stark, and he's made yeah, his yeah. appearances in many of the films. But uh, we sort of got to finally see the end, but this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Um... Considering that Rich saw it twice, I'm pretty sure we know that he liked it. Um, no, he hated it. With a lot of <laughs> films now, I, uh, these type films, I, I want to see them more than once, and I want to see them quickly more than once because I go into the first time seeing it, and there's, I, I have, like you said, there's so many expectations. You're so excited to see it. When you do see something that shows up, you get very, very excited, and you miss some of it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like... So the first time through, did you Says just you. watch all of the Sebastian Stan parts, and that was it? <laughs> and you walked out, and someone was like, "Wow, Ant Man was great. Like, he was in this film. I didn't. I missed no, that no, part. no. But I actually caught I caught a lot of the Easter eggs in the very in, in the first time I saw it. Also, but I wanted to go back and see it again just because you get that hyped emotion out of it, 
and then you can go back and really start well, yeah, to that's watch a, it. The, any big movie that you're excited for, I think you should watch it more than once because you do miss it because of what you're saying is you go in watching and you get excited about a part and it kind of takes you out. It was the same with me with Star Wars. You know, the first time I saw it, you know, I was just like really immersed in the fact of, oh my God, I'm watching Star Wars. Yeah, I think and now all three between yeah. you, me, and Travis, we all had that same sort of. Yeah, thing. and then the second time I watched it, I got to better understand the movie. Yeah, I know. With like Winter Soldier, when I saw it the second time, one of the reasons that I knew I loved that film so much is I saw that on Saturday morning, and then I saw it Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and then I walked out Tuesday night going like looking at my calendar, going, "When can I go again?" And right. that's where I knew this movie had someplace special because when I first saw Thor, it was sort of the same thing. I got to the end of it going. That was so much better than I thought it had any right to be. Like that was really good. Yeah. And I couldn't wait to see that again. And I went to see it again within a few days or whatever. And so that's where I those kind of films versus something like Age of Ultron that I saw and I enjoyed it, but I got to the end going, I don't need I, to see this immediately. I I wanted to see it again, but I never made time for it. Ant Man yeah. was the same thing. Ant Man, Gar- I saw Ant Man a second time, but that was a, a coincidence. See, Guardians was a, I Guardians think you're was to say. yeah. Guardians is something that I saw it. I got to the end of it, and some of that was because everybody had said it was the greatest thing that had ever happened to cinema for a week mm-hmm. and a half before I saw it. I kind of went in and saw it and went, "Okay, you're all you crazy." Yeah, well, not all crazy, but I'm just like I don't, I never, I didn't, I, I still have never seen that film a second time. Really? Yeah, I just, I just don't care. I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy more than once, and Guardians. I and I own it, and it's still wrapped. Well, I, <laughs> I, I've seen it enough times for you. And You've seen it enough, enough times time for, for every single person on Earth. <laughs> I think you made like half the box office total. <laughs> um, Ninety dollars. <laughs> you know, this movie, I, I, I loved it. I liked it. I, I, I love is strong. I liked it. It's definitely better than Age of Ultron. I I like it. I think better than Avengers. Well, I think it's not my favorite Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. It's in the top probably four, three. Well, I think it's mm-hmm. tough now because you're you're comparing so many films that are quality. That the thing that I don't like, where as soon as I said something, I remember this with Winter Soldier, where I said, "Oh, I love Winter Soldier." Oh, you must hate everything else. I'm like, no, it just it's a different sort of thing. Yes, if you lay out all twelve. Marvel films, 13, whatever we're up to now. Mm. And you say, you got to watch one right now. I'm going to pick Thor or Winter Soldier. So I'll pick Winter Soldier, then Guardians, then Thor. Yeah. And then, but I'm sitting there going, if I've seen, let's say I watched Winter Soldier last week, I may say, you know what? I haven't seen Hulk in forever. Mm-hmm. I like that film. Let me see Hulk again. I watched mm-hmm. most of Avengers on TV last night as I was sorting comics. You know, have it kind of in the background and just... Caught myself just staring at the screen, watching twenty minutes at a time, going, "Oh yeah, I kind of like this film." Yeah. So yeah, I, and, and I, it definitely I had that that feeling with it. I I really enjoyed this film, but well, it's like I think we were we were talking about this on Saturday is that this should have been the Avengers movie, like Avengers two, like to do the Civil War. I, I don't I think so. Think, I didn't think it would be the Avengers two. My idea is that what i said and and i know sebastian agrees with me cuz he said it a lot of times before as well and i think we said it at dinner saturday i would be fascinated to know what the russo brothers would have done with ultron mm-hmm. as a story mm-hmm. because one of my failings one of, one of the things that i felt was a failing in age of ultron was that what tony does it, he's never held as accountable as i think he should be mm-hmm. because tony does exactly what he accuses fury of doing in the first Avengers film, yeah. which is developing this failsafe 
with no oversight, yep. with no connection to anybody else, and doesn't nobody holds Fury accountable for the fact that he founds he finds the Tesseract and he starts making weapons with it or trying to make weapons with it. Tony does the same thing, and Cap never holds him accountable to the terms of, hey, this is exactly what you told me was wrong with what Fury was doing two years ago when we were on the helicarrier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this you know, movie was the correction for that. I don't know if it was a correction, but yes, there was. there's definitely more. I felt that both sides had it, and again, much like the, 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 the comic, you looked at both sides and went, I understand what they what they're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand what they mean. I understand Tony's point uh, of of trying to bring some sort of accountability. control accountability, yeah. but also they also tempered it where Tony says, "I'm trying to give them the inch because they're about to take the mile. We're right. all going to get arrested. Yeah, unless we do this. Well, this even sort of even thing. the scene with Spider Man and Cap, Spi- when, in this film? when Spider Man says the Cap, you see Cap realize. That he's right, and that that Tony does have a point because of what he says. But we'll get to that. We'll get you know further along with that. Um, let's go with the dislikes well, we real quick. With dislikes, uh, I, I, this movie suffers from what I think uh, we've talked about with a lot of Marvel movies. The villain isn't very strong. Marvel villains strong, aren't but strong. I don't know if he needs to be. Because he's not the point. I think he should have been more of a generic. And they, the Russo brothers even talked about making him, taking out Zemo's name and See, making him more generic. Here's the thing with the Zemo name. And we're gonna, in a way, we'll almost step a step ahead because the Zemo thing to me, I'm glad they chose the name because the entire time I'm watching it, I'm going, he's not Sokovian. He's German. Yes. So there's another twist to this. And when that twist doesn't, didn't show up, it was actually a twist to me where I'm like, no, that really is his motivation. His motivation is his family was killed in Sokovia. But it's not to me it's not a strong enough motivation for the whole it, 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 I mean in a way it is but it's not strong enough. It fits because to me it fits because that's what this whole film is about. It's about Alfred Woodward's it's Alfred Woodward's character in front of the elevator with what she says to Stark. Yes. Zola has the same thing but he's going even farther. She decides I'm putting a picture in you and saying, this is your fault, mm-hmm. and that's the end of it. He's saying, I'm going to kill you. Not kill you in that all of you are going to get murdered. I'm killing the Avengers, the idea of the Avengers. As I'm watching it, I'm going, this is Loki. In, in a very different way, but this is what Loki tries to do in mm-hmm. Avengers, in the original film. He's trying to take this team Tearing and tear them it apart. Tearing them yes. And you know, we, the, 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 the quick criticism that I kept seeing was... You know, oh, Zola's plan, Zola, um, Zemo. uh, Zemo's plan, what hinged on Tony showing up alone at the end. No, it doesn't. No. All he his, wants all them to show up planned, Well, he doesn't, no, he doesn't matter. Whether they all show up or Tony shows up, what's going to happen? Whether the Vision and Black Panther and Scarlet Witch, or Scarlet, yeah, Scar- let's say Scarlet Witch switches sides. Let's say Black Widow switches, you know, or, or stays on the same side. Tony's... One of two things is going to happen. You're either going to kill the Winter Soldier and Cap's going to leave in protest, or you're going to kill Captain America. Yes. And that's enough. It doesn't matter whether Tony does it by himself, or whether the Vision does it, or whether War Machine does it, or whether Scarlet or Witch whoever does, does it. Whoever yeah. does it, the whole point of it wasn't, uh, wasn't, oh, I just need Tony and Cap to fight. It was, I need to turn the Winter Soldier into the villain, mm-hmm. because I know that Cap will protect him right. and the rest of them. 
because the 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 sort of thread. But you that could I'm have done that without Zemo being Zemo. I, sure, I think it's, I think it's a waste of a character's name. No, because he can come back. If a, if if it was a no name person, then that person coming back means nothing in a future movie. Yeah. With a character like Zemo becoming Baron Zemo and working in the future, because even at the very end, he's asked like, "Ah, oh, you thought it would work, didn't you? Ha ha ha!" And he's like, "It's like, didn't it though? Yeah, didn't it?" There's, because he can come back, he can break out of prison easy because he knows. And that, really, the way that they put it together, hmm. I think he may end up being one. He may show up in Black Panther. He'll either show up in Black Panther, or he'll show up in uh, as of yet untitled Avengers parts three and yeah, four, yeah. which yeah, the Infinity War, but they no, changed it's not. It now. It's not the because here's the thing: uh, Thanos is 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 small time now. Yes, because that's that's a plot line that is so big to try and make it pay off is very, very difficult to do now. He's, 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 he's thinking ahead two or three years ago, but they have to think ahead for the changes being made. Cause movies, all these movies aren't written yet. Right. So they have to change the end game as the movies. Well, come out. How, how civil war changed. With so right. Many well, the civil war has completely changed the whole spectrum of the Marvel universe. Well, in terms of how, so we were talking about, from when the movie was announced, you know, and it was, it was, we knew Cap was going to be there. We knew Falcon was going to be there. We probably, uh, uh, Black Widow would be there. And then all of a sudden it was announced like, no, Iron Man's in this film mm-hmm. and he's the main character. Oh, okay. Oh, War Machine's going to be in the film. Oh, War Machine's in, and Scarlet Witch is coming back. And, and you're like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And then of course the Spider-Man deal comes and we're like, we're introducing him here. Which. And we're going to split. We'll skip to that. We'll, we'll do that in a little bit because we want, we want to. There's a lot to talk about there, with Spider-Man. Okay. There's a lot. But the, the idea of what he's saying, yes, there's there's definitely a sea change to this. This is why Inhumans got moved. This yes. is why you get sequels off of stuff. It's all changing in the number. The people that are creating it are changing. Obviously, Do you think Civil War a, should have been two movies? No. I thought it worked out well as it was. Because when you stretch it, the, the idea and the motivation mm-hmm. was enough for this film. To try and do another film, it, you're, you're, you would be doing the Registration Act passes, right. and Cap and the New Avengers are now outlaws. Yes. And you really go through what happened for the entire year after the Civil War comic of the idea that the New Avengers, that Clint and Luke Cage is Power Man and um, Bobby is Mockingbird. No, Bobby wasn't a part of it. Who am I thinking of? Uh, or I think Carol's in it or whatever. The New Avengers comic... Mockingbird was in it. Because uh, she doesn't come back till Maybe she was. Anyway, one way or Mockingbird, the other. Mockingbird, purple the, hair, right? Whatever. The, the new... No, Mockingbird's blonde. Um, That's Hawkeye's Bobby. girlfriend. Uh, Mockingbird Hawkeye's is girlfriend. Hawkeye's yes. girlfriend. Yes. Uh, yeah. um, what's the one in Thunderbolts? Uh, blue hair. Purple streak, white hair. Oh, uh, I can only think of Screaming Mimi. Um, well, Scre- Songbird. Who, who scre- Songbird. Screaming anyway, Mimi But what becomes. I'm saying is, the new Avengers comic book was following the team that was outlawed. Right. They were actively being hunted by S.H.I.E.L.D. They were actively being hunted by Tony and Carol and mm-hmm. the uh, quote-unquote Avengers. Right. If you do a second film, if you were to do Civil War two, three years from now, and it's how does Cap's team continue to – fine. But that's not what the, that's not what the story is going to be. The ending in this is very different than the ending of the story. Sure, and, it's and, completely and different. And not just the fact that, as I said, no one was going to die. Um, the, the idea here is it's almost Tony saying – as, as Tony's comes back to kind of run the Avengers and Cap is has this team now of 
really outlaw vigilantes. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're, they're, the the sensibility doesn't seem to be as much of the idea that. Tony's going to actively try to chase these guys down. Right. You know, it's sort of, he knew, he finds out that Cap was right to a certain degree that they were being played, mm-hmm. but the ultimate motivation, which was something that I didn't put together until the end, I when was, I When the pacing of the film gave it away to me. It was something, well, and we'll, we'll talk about this. Okay, so, so the movie opens. Uh, we are in Africa. Um, no, we're not. Yeah, we are. We're in your living room. Ha. Huh. Well, we, we the opening of the film starts well, in, in Russia in nineteen ninety one. Every but. every film that has that action sequence at the beginning, you have Avengers that has that action mm-hmm. sequence at the beginning, which is, eh. and then you get Age the of Ultron credits, yeah. that has an action sequence at the beginning, which is to me one of the big failings of that movie is that action sequence is so processed. Yes, it's just ugh. Um, it tries so hard to be the Battle of New York at the beginning. But yes. here, very much like the freighter scene, you know, we have a fun scene in, in Winter Soldier of him running laps. Yes. And then he's gone. And then the freighter scene puts you right into that film. It's the same thing here as we see the team did, in Did Laos. anyone have was a... It, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Laos. Was it Lagos? Laos. It wasn't Laos. Lagos. Yeah, Lagos. Lagos. Yeah. Did anyone have a problem with the way it was shot? Because it was it was shot very. Um, it's very jump cut. Yes. Jump cut. It's very Hercules. It's it's Paul Greengrass. Very jerky. It's 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 the first Bond film. Yes. Yes, know, it was uh, Paul it, Greengrass. But it also like sets. That. But they shot it like that. At least guy who likes film, they shot it like that because it sets the tone of the movie. It's a very yeah. disjointed action sequence uh-huh. because the opening sequence has to give you the feeling of something going wrong. Right. It's versus, very chaotic. Versus and when the, you look the at action in it is very when you chaotic. look at when you look at the opening to Winter Soldier, it's very smooth and everything is going mm-hmm. right. It's versus long, this yeah, one, it's a long shot is very is... chaotic and like something is going to go wrong. They're building tension using using different yeah, different shots. Well, I started I'm glad thinking you said it because I, that's what I was I was going with was what did you guys think of that and did it give you that sense that feel for the rest of the movie? Well, again, it's, it again, did. We're going to compare the the two action sequences as Sebastian's talking about the freighter scene. You're following three different groups. You're following Cap, you're following the strike team, and you're following Natasha. Yes. And it's very smooth and it's very going. Here, you're following Scarlet Witch and you're following Sam and Cap and Natasha. And Red Wing. And, 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 and Red Wing. And, this, and it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that when uh, you, you know, he thinks they're striking this building, it's not this building, it's the other building. And they're already assaulting it. And it's cost. And we've been chasing this guy. And it's just a very chaotic scene. And so the cuts like that, and the, even the action shots. I mean, the, well, just even again, the motion of the camera too. How great is the action in a Russo brothers film? Oh, it's amazing. Whoever they're hiring, my God, I we, we I really need to look that up. See who the, the fight coordinator is. Especially with the the fight with the with um with Natasha and the two guys towards the the end of the the scene. The chase, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when she's jumping over and she's doing the flips and she's like, you know, she's yeah, well, that's the same thing. All that luchador stuff. The first time you see her do the freighter and you're just like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, the fact that, you know, the one part where she jumps off a box, grabs one guy by the neck, kicks the other guy and slams the other guy down. It was just like, damn. Was Red Wing a surprise? No, this was in the trailer. It was, it was in it. It was mentioned early on. But it's also one of those things that it's, it's a nice novelty. For the yes. fans, but it's not one of those things that the movie was going to live or die on Redbird. But 
he's also a guy who's like, yeah, that seems like a good piece of tech to have regardless. Right, they, but it was a nice as little... they've taken the superpower out of Falcon, uh-huh. who really could look through the eyes of Falcons. Uh, yeah, and he had, his, he had a, an actual bird with him. Yeah, they they made gave him a, a more realistic, well, real-world type. They took his superpower and said, we're going to make it a technology. Yes. Give it a drone, basically. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, just the idea of even the tech in his thing, that he can see through the goggles, and that, that, you know, there's so much tech that's built into his suit. Right. His bird suit. Um, bird, bird, costume. That, bird costume that was great yeah. that was actually one of my favorite things in the movie was that like they're in far enough to be able to make jokes about how weird the universe is yeah uh-huh spidey says wow your shield doesn't even operate on the laws of physics how does that work yeah. that was one of my favorite scenes because when he says that it's just like that, that's not possible and you're right. like yeah because it's just an effing yeah, movie yeah you know? and, and and that was the other one's like i thought like, that was perfect it's like it's like here's your receipt bird costume come on it's not a bird costume i didn't write it uh, the Hank Pym uh, with uh, Scott Lang is like Pym always said, "Never trust, trust a star." Who, Who are you? Are you again? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> and even um, it, I mean, and uh, Peter Parker stole the show, but we'll get into him. Okay, later. so one of the other things, Crossbones to me was almost a wasted character too. You could have mm-hmm. you could have made that whole opening sequence. The only reason to use Crossbones is to get to the very end with Cap and and. Crossbones and the whole Bucky thing. This well, why, that was the only reason why, to use. Well, him. this Crossbones is why I did, like as much. I think the movie works as one movie. If I got to, I would be happier. But I'll talk about my grievances with the film. They're not many, but they're very specific. Right, and uh, you the, wouldn't be Sebastian if they were. <laughs> the The tone of the movie, or the the tone issues with the movie, goes into why I think two films would be would be nice, but. I'm very satisfied with what they delivered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing with Crossbones to me is it's the shorthand of how dangerous he is because we've already seen him. Then why mm-hmm. kill him? Because he wasn't a big character in the last movie either. He's halfway through the movie revealed to be a double agent. And then yeah. he's crushed by a building. He's not, again, he's not a... He's he, a henchman. He's a henchman. He wasn't a character that the plot was going Obvi- to require. Yeah, obviously in Winter Soldier, the Winter Soldier is the henchman that you're really worried right, about. Right. Rumlow is just somebody to stand in because you're not going to. Every scene's not going to have Bucky. In but it, but when you look at the the actual Here's the thing, story of because uh, if you don't use Crossbones, then your that connection isn't there. Well, that's what and I'm saying. That's that, why you have to use him is because yeah. of that 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 Bucky connection at the end, which distracts Cap, which allows. Um, but it, yeah, exactly because it's also Scarlet Witch. Exactly too. because he's also working. He's also working presumably for Zemo through Winter Soldier as the go-between because that's sort of how they're setting it up. Yeah, but that's but that's the presumption at the beginning of the film. Again, there's more that happens in the movie that show you. Okay, it's not exactly that, and that there's a larger Zemo plot. But I think much like that, they didn't dive into too much yes much like zemo i think that they could have expanded their those characters a little bit more and given them a little bit more substance and a little bit more sure sure to uh, villainy if you will crossbones i don't care about because he's a plot device right yeah zemo zemo he was a complete plot device and that's well, what i think exactly, my little problem with with him was well the thing is, well, is that, crossbones that, is exactly that, what crossbones but, is he's He's always he's been, a henchman. He's he, the muscle. He's always been either the Red Skull or Zemo's muscle. But right. even in even in the Civil War storyline, he plays a much bigger role for what happens at the end. Well, yeah, because they introduced the Thunderbolts. Yes. Yeah, but the, the, you're but, not going to. But the problem is yeah. too is that the you have to use 
you have to use a familiar character to the universe because you don't have the opening sequence in uh, Stanford with the new warriors. Right. And I get yeah, that. You have to do something. So you, and but her, and you have to remember the new warriors, all those characters and even his name now, like I just lost speedball. The, uh, well, no speedball nitro nitro. Thank yes. you. Nitro is a familiar face within the Marvel universe to anyone who's been reading long enough. Mm-hmm. Crossbones is just the replacement for nitro. Who's, whose only role in the original Civil War story is literally to get beat up and then blow himself up in the middle of yeah, Stanford. Right. To be dangerous so, to a degree yeah, he's the where the only option is to He's going to blow himself up. No, and I get that. Here. I, I Cross, understand that. The, the, the reason that you use Crossbones also is that you, you, you have a character that you've set up as someone who hates Cap enough mm-hmm. right. that he would kill himself. And he's still he's, working for he's Hydra, going to kill presumably. himself. Right. He's going to hold Cap to him and kill himself. No, no, I get that. Like, I get going. that. So I just it's just because it, it's 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 a character that Look, you have When you read the Brewbreaker stuff, it, it makes you it makes sure. you like that character a lot more and But they're never going to use that character. I get that. I mean, that's the thing is we're looking at it You have a movie. The, you have you, you, have, you have 2 hours to tell a story in a movie versus like he's but a character also, that may never come back, so might as well yeah. use him right. as to a his film, full, to his, his fullest extent. You you are so uh 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 confined by the number of films you're doing. Sure. It's easy enough to look at someone like Crossbones and go, he's we gonna don't need he, he's, gonna, it, he's not going to play well, a part There's no guarantee also War. a Captain America 4 with this Captain America, so right. there's no point. Yeah, the, where, I, where I get that. I understand, I understand that. It, but it's just the, the comic book reader in me sure. kind of, you know. You gotta, you have look, to, you have to, I love Crossbones, and I was fine with it because you had to have somebody that was, go, that was willing to sacrifice himself. You also never saw a body, so you don't know if he's dead. Yeah, maybe he slips well, out yeah. of the thing when when you right know. when when she well, grabs thing, his bomb. Vest. My thing was always like I'm more mad that during... Agents of Shield killed every single Hydra bad guy within half a season. You're like, That's well, true. I like that guy. He's a Hydra. Oh, he's dead. Oh, that guy's a good Hydra. Nope, that guy's you, dead you can, too. You can sound the alarm bells because I promised I would not make any comparisons to Batman or Superman. But Crossbones is not Jimmy Olsen, and when you shoot Jimmy Olsen in the head five minutes into the film, <laughs> then you've now you've wasted a character with a lot of potential to connect Superman to the audience. Crossbones is a guy you ha- who has maybe this... fifteen minutes of screen time in the first movie, uh-huh. but sets himself up as as a good as a good henchman, as a good foil, and then in this movie, is sort of finishing out his arc. No, I, 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 I get that. And he's finishing out his arc for revenge. Yes. Versus mm-hmm. someone like Jimmy Olsen, who's a really important character in the mythology of Superman in the DC universe, and he's a character so hated by Zack Snyder, a man who wants Batman to get raped in prison, <laughs> yes. that he decided, like, eh, he's a useless character to me, so does, I'm going to blow his brains out. Does uh, Does Superman kill him? No, he gets oh, he gets okay. his head shot. He gets his head blown out by a uh, by some Africans, like some, an African like an warlord ISIS type thing. No, it's not the African warlord. It's the uh, it's the guy that is the, hired. The, the joke was that Superman kills yeah. him. Because, yes, yeah, it's not. But but the funny thing is, and that you mentioned this, uh, somebody at the very end of the movie stood up right as the credits were going. And goes well, another mother is the is the reason that everybody went to war. No, no, they, the, because, the other one stopped. I know, I know, and, and I, I almost, I almost stood up again. Beth grabbed my hand because she knew I was about to do it. That's what you got to go. Fuck you, man! You didn't watch that first movie. And she, I almost stood up to say that, and she, and she stopped me. I got a good joke. Oh wait, it doesn't. Especially work. because that. It, anyway. Because here's the thing: Zack Snyder knows nothing but schlock. Speaking of it's which, all now, he, it's all Ben Affleck is an executive producer on let's the Justice not, League. Let's, no, no, we're not going to no, go. Any, no, Civil I don't want to keep going. Okay, so, okay so, so he dies. The building is destroyed. People, Eleven people die. Okay, tone, tone, no, tone. Problem number one. But there's the, so here's the thing. Eleven. The the exact quote is amongst the dead. 
11 Wakandans that's true. were that's killed. What it is. And that's one of the big problems. Like, tone, uh, tone is one of the reasons why I would have liked two movies. Yes. I, it's not, not, a, not, not something that I would demand or need. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the big things, especially because you have three stories. You have the Zemo story. Uh-huh. You have the you have the Winter Soldier story, yes, and then you have registration story, yes, and they converge in the end, and they don't converge sloppily, uh, but in fact, I think they converge very well. I, was problem, they could, I thought they converge very well. The, they they the, the tonal shifts between them is very harsh and it, and not eased into, and that leads into a lot of problems with pacing because and Winter Soldier. Problem, see, that's the I don't, see, I and again, it's it's aesthetics, so I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I disagree with you. No, I, I, that's fine. Because I, I had a lot I of... liked the fact there's a lot of stuff going on. That's not that bad. You don't, you know, you, you, let's, let's, the opening, you, I have no idea. I'm like, it's a car, it's the Winter Soldier, and it's just, okay, he picked up some blue bags. Right. I don't know what any of this well, is. Well, that's the and thing. And as we is... keep going, as we keep going. The Wakandan thing for me, because when I saw uh, Lagos, I kind of went, why isn't this taking place in Wakanda? Uh-huh. That's where I would have been like, I understand... King T'Chaka being at the conference, and then obviously, excuse me, that was disgusting. I apologize. That T'Challa's, you know, vengeance sure. for it. So you're saying more than eleven? If it would happen, well, actually in Wakanda, yeah, the, the other than Wakanda, just the eleven like, people, I totally get. Well, this. see, but that's the thing is that's where I go. You get, you get, you get Zemo, Winter Soldier, or a Registration Act. Pick two. But then you as also your, have as your, as your A and B plot. But you also have and two origins in there too. Well, that that to me, it's not the origins that are necessarily a problem because I look at someone like a character like Zemo who needed a lot more characterization because they give it to you all at the end. Yes, which again is 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 a failing of of maybe time more than anything else because I like I the don't actor. Think it's a failing I like, of time. I, I think like it's the a character. failing of uh, 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 to me. It's actually a success of. Not understanding his motivation. Well, I understood his, his motivation, motivation immediately because he's well, you, listening to the messages from his wife. Right. Right. But even without trying, him being Baron Zemo. But you I also bought, hear on, early on. on that he's from uh, Sokovia. I yes. bought the idea of he's going to release these these other Winter Soldiers. No, and that no, but here that's exactly that that plays into exactly what I'm saying is that Zemo and Winter Soldier makes for a great. Winter Soldier sequel. Yes. Zemo and Registration Act make for a great Registration Act movie. Because you can have the addition of someone like a character like Zemo not only playing the Avengers off for the death of his family, but when you look at someone like the UN, it's the it's ooh, it's the the big bad UN who apparently is super effectual in movies but not in real life. But you could have a character like Zemo playing the UN into Doing the registration act, which is something that is not done. Well, that's what I so think. So then, have his his ultimate plot revealed in another movie. Well, no, sure. I, and then you, I think he's taking advantage of the situation. He he's is taking advantage the cards that are already put on yes. the table. No, that is he exactly knows what this happens. Is coming. He knows that Ross, who it took me the whole first scene to go. Oh, duh! He's General Ross. Yeah, William. Like, really? Hurt, William Hurt looks like a badass as an yeah, old no, man. No, I just I knew it was like I'm sitting there going, I know a scene. Okay, Ross. Uh, uh, because the problem that I keep getting stuck in is that I know Martin Freeman's character's name is Everett K. Ross. Yes. And so I keep thinking, when they keep talking unrelated. about Ross, I'm like, no, wait, they're unrelated. Right. Like, they've decided to make General Ross. In the comic, General Ross is always General Ross. They've made General Ross Secretary the Secretary of State. State. Which, is, it's which a, makes it, total sense. It's I, his no, evolution. Yeah, no, I have no problem with it. I'm just saying, it took me like half through that scene Because going, Incredible Hawk, he is oh, yeah. General Ross. Yeah, I, I know okay. what I'm saying, because that was the, some of the... Yes. Th- anyway... The no, Discord but Chris, I, Chris in the Hulk, he's General Ross. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and here he's... No, he's, he's not he's, in the Hulk. He's, he's an in unrelated character oh. named but, Ross who has a son played by the dude who was the Hobbit. That's... No. So... 
anyway, as we as we were going through, I've taken it as as we see these cards being flipped on the table. Zemo uses all these pieces because he said mm-hmm. he doesn't think about anything, but it's taken him years because right. he's waiting for the right moment to get this idea where. In a way, he knows that Cap is going to figure out what's really going on, but he knows that he can make he can make enough of a of a stink of this idea that Bucky did it. Sure. That it's going to take when Cap figures it out. It's either a going to be too late, or b that's going to lead ultimately to what no. He's and doing. that's a, that's exactly what they did, and and I don't disagree with your assessment, but I feel like to give the character stronger motivations and to give the character a better arc in the film, see it, having. Having a bombing happen at the UN, killing the Wakandan king, then leads into the Registration Act, makes for a stronger building of a better film. But how does the bombing of the UN lead to a registration? Because you just—that's the final straw. Because that would be the final straw. You you have the events in New York, but it's not a superhero that does it. That's the problem. It's Bucky who does it. Exactly, but Bucky isn't. But Bucky he is an he, hero. No, but, he, he, no, but, no, he's, he, but, but he's an enhanced person, and that's what that was one of the big issues. But in you're the not going to register a, a villain. Well, no, not necessarily. But the bigger issue, especially using the news footage in the film that they presented, was that the issue wasn't so much the Avengers specifically; it was enhanced human beings, right? Because they 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 didn't Look, tie the Avengers to Washington D.C. specifically. The events of Winter Soldier were tied specifically to an attack from. Enhanced enhanced. humans because the Avengers weren't part of it. But the oversight was the fact that Cap was the one that ends up. Basically, what I'm what I'm doing, yes, maybe I'm putting that final peg in because I've seen it. The idea that that Secretary of State Ross is saying is, Shield let this happen, Cap let this happen, and then Cap blows up three gigantic helicarriers right over the city of Washington, which would have killed thousands of people. And nobody's done anything yet. And nobody's done anything to do something. But then you also have to remember, Sokovia is a big part of it. And that's the thing is, to bring in, like, to to use UN as, like, this big sort of overarching MacGuffin makes no sense when only one singular incident has been an international But see, that wasn't the MacGuffin for that. That was the MacGuffin for the final divide between Tony and... No, no, I'm talking about about the UN story specifically. To, To bring the world in on this for... For a series of films that had only really had one international well, adventure. That's what, one of the problems with it is it doesn't allude enough to the fact that the Avengers team has been working since Age of Ultron until yes, now. Yes, No, you it's just for the last four years. Well, you know, they, know, they have but been, but the, but they when, only listed the big incidences exactly. from the films. If Ross had said, like, three more things, and this is where you could do something stupid where you're like, Latbury, something where you're talking about the idea that the only two incidents do, that we uh, see, yeah, because all we see on screen is we see Sokovia, and then we see uh, Lagos. Yeah. Well, you, you so see the Battle of New York, you see Washington. That's not what I'm talking about. What Sebastian's point is that they're operating on foreign soil illegally. Yes. We're only given two incidents. We're, well, given, yeah. we're given two incidents on foreign soil. You could have done Thor 2. Well, well, not even Thor 2. Not you, even Thor 2. You can just do him saying anything. Right. right. It's, it's, it's the, the Winter Soldier when, in, when Sitwell says, Stephen Strange and the guy, the, the archaeologist or whatever, he's just throwing out a bunch of names. Right. And you're, all you're taking from it is that that character knows that those people are Exist. going to work against the thing. Of yes. The same thing here. If you have Secretary of State Ross, uh, sec- yeah, if you have Ross say Sokovia and Brazil and... Canada and and the incident in in England and the incident in Germany. Right. You can throw in the incident in Germany. They took down a Hydra castle in the uh-huh. middle of right. Germany. 
they, and they, they don't have international authority right. to do that. And that's why ways. that's why I look at something like this is like how do you, what's the ultimate play is for a character well, like Baron Zemo to expand his story. You could have the Avengers try and stop the fake Bucky blowing up the UN conference that's going on in Geneva, and that is uh, that is a good catalyst. But no, here's the thing: I, you're not you're not wrong. Uh, Baron Zemo is a guy who's taking advantage of the situation. But I think to make Baron Zemo a stronger character would be to have him be the guy who is secretly pulling all this. He's pulling the UN strings by tricking them into thinking that the Avengers have blown them I up. I think you have to make him a bigger character before. So he, he, no, that, he's, that's the exactly, exactly he's the Robert Redford character. That's the thing is not only is he, he would the be Robert Redford character, another Robert Redford but character, but is, a character who ha- who's on that, a vengeance. That kick. character as far back as you'd have to go to make him that maniacal and that big I don't buy that character well, trying no. to hold on. I don't buy that character trying to avenge his wife and daughter and his father. I do. For you a guy, well, well, I no, don't. no, no, not. I'm not saying go super far. I'm just saying after Sokovia, you use you use a movie. You use one movie to do Winter Soldier two, and you would use another movie to do uh, the actual sort of civil. Well, yeah, but okay. I think that, that's just too, I, again, well, too big. Again, this is yeah, it is too big. But okay, here's but for t- me because Baron Zemo was one of my was one of my bigger things. I really liked what they wanted to do with the character, but I feel like. If you're going to have him, like, if what's the last straw need to be for a real registration act, a global registration act? Because the, the well, no, because they the already thing, said there was 115 think, countries that had, had decided. I don't on think that the registration act isn't the point for Zemo. The point is, Cap's best friend just killed a whole bunch of people. That was the whole. Whether thing. not even, I don't even think he's trying to kill the Wakandan king. He just wants to. No, blow he's shit not. Up. That, no, that, again, that's uh, again, that's not for me. It's not so much that. It, for me, it is. A guy who's like, okay, how do you get the world to agree on a reg- or to to create a registration? I think even act. Without, okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, without the registration act, Zemo still does what he does because sure. the end of the day is the Avengers would be brought in to take care of Bucky because he's an enhanced human being, and Cap would try to stop him because it's his best friend. Sure. The registration act, sure, again, but you rule- can say that it doesn't matter, but it does in terms of this is where you get that dividing line. Well, no, the, the, the bigger issue for me is that like, no, the registration act works. The registration act is a good way to pit both sides against each other. Cause that's the thing that he's like, cause the character is sort of waiting for bigger moments like that to happen versus a Zemo who would be more proactive in like, I'm going to get revenge for my wife and kid in Sokovia and his father too. So what do I do? I'm going to, I'm going to start staging events that go horribly wrong, which is partially what, you assume he did in 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 Africa, but again, they never say who is the. Co- is it just guys who are stealing some I, virus? I actually don't think. Yeah, I, I think it's really a a, a Hydra or sure. It's very mercenary. Amb- it's thing. very ambiguous. I but, I never connected that to Zemo at all. No, I, I just connected that as I thought it was just like a mercenary group. Sure, yeah. sure, and again, it just it, it that, goes but, wrong because of the Scarlet Witch. But that's the thing is, which would have been a final Hydra if you want to go with, with crossbones. And it's a final Hydra. I don't, I don't care. But, okay, wait. It's not, let me, not let, so much Hydra, but but that's the thing is like because that's ambiguous enough. To tie a character like Zemo to set up something like that going wrong, okay, that's one. That's a, that's a second international incident, and then you go even further. Oh, another enhanced human's got a bomb. You get the Avengers to go stop him. They can't stop another explosion. This time, it's world leaders, and I feel like that is a larger scope for a guy looking to get revenge. And I'm not again. I'm not knocking the movie too hard on it. For me, I would have wanted a more developed Zemo who is going to who's going to push the envelope even more. Because even then, they never tell you how many people die in that office building. They just say 11 Wakandans were part of those yeah, who died. Yeah, it's basically, it's, just, it's, yeah. a, it's a okay. bigger thing. If it's 11 Wakandans and one regular person from you the country... You want more from Zemo, I was fine with Zemo. Uh, yeah, okay, let me get, before we get too far, uh, I got a couple things. Chris, right. one, 
you're, what you're talking about with Ross, he could have made some uh, other little um, suggestions of other things happening. That would, if they really wanted to, that would have been a great way to tie in some of the events of Agents of Shield. Where no 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 no, 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 no. Well, just no let, hear me out hear me out hear me out they could have they could have mentioned a couple of the missions that they've gone on and those things which would have tied it in little Easter eggs for the people that are in the overall universe I'm not saying that that's what they needed to for do the, the one million people a week that are watching who cares the show. I'm just saying that that's a good place to put it in there well they also, they also, second, have, wait, they also haven't had any really big international problems because Agents yeah, of Shield is so covert yeah we're not talking the, about like the thing with what you're talking about it doesn't matter all he needed to do was mention something. The point I'm but they to could make have even mentioned they could even mention you know enhanced things like Daredevil or whatever. They, those are the little things yeah, that they I could have put in there. Matters. But I'm just saying as, as as a way to expand that that scene. And who knows? They may have shot it and then cut it down to what we saw. Second of all, the the whole registration act was done before the events of the of the of the UN. They yes. had already they had already were, signed the Sicardia uh, doctrine. That was them for for them to bring it to the Avengers before they took it to anywhere else before they right. made it to the UN where they would say yeah. everybody that's an enhanced human that wants to sign this or needs to come sign this or, or you're retire. going to be an outlaw well, or no, retire or retire. That's where they were having it. The reason that you have Bucky or so you have Zemo as Bucky do the events there is that's the separation of Cap and Iron Man. Before they were, they were just going to say like Cap hadn't really made. Cap had said he's not going to do it. Iron Man said he was going to sign, it, but it causes an armed conflict. It, co- it causes the conflict. It causes well, no, them no. To- it causes the armed conflict. That's the difference. If Cap just says I don't want to sign this, and Tony says we did, all Cap has to do is say, "Okay, I'm just not here's my do shield. Anything. I'm done." When he says, "Not only am I not signing this, but I'm going to stop the German police on their own soil mm-hmm. from arresting my friend because I'm pretty sure he didn't do it." Right. You, use your words. to the point where he has to ask him, "Did you do it?" Yeah. That that point okay. that that's where that the, the the bombing only exists because he knows Cap has to and. I don't even think that Zemo has this idea of four guys are going to follow Cap and four guys no. are going to follow Iron Man. His, Zemo's idea is it doesn't matter whether all of the Avengers or even none of the Avengers join as long as Tony's sign. Because his end goal is to no, just, is just to stop is, the superhumans, not even kill them, just the, to like, the what do I end, make them the give up? The end goal is that at some point, whether it's all the Avengers, whether it's just Tony, whether it's just Shield, whether it's just the United States, it's the Incredibles. Somebody, or the Watchmen, the, the Incredibles, or the Watchmen, or Batman, or Superman, or they're going to go after Bucky, they're, and they're no, going they're to, going to go after Cap because Cap will not yes. let Bucky. That's the point, and that's where like the the criticism that I see is going. How did Zemo know who was going to join Cap's side? Who did he, he, didn't, know was, he didn't. He didn't. He doesn't. He, he doesn't care. All he cares is that somebody. somebody yeah. If he knows. All that he cares he about is that Cap is, is going to defend Bucky and somebody's going to go after Cap for defending Bucky. He knows that if he removes Cap from the side of right, from the public, then he's, done, he's right. won. Yes. Civil War, what Mark Miller does very well at the end, is that idea where Cap kind of looks and says, we're not doing the right thing. We're not doing the wrong thing, but we're not doing the right thing. And he allows himself to get arrested. And as he says, they're not arresting Captain America. They're arresting Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. They're arresting a man. Mm-hmm. Who's not a superhero right now? He's somebody who did something wrong, and that's where and then well, and that's why at the end of it, you, when you have you know, I'm not, I don't want to well, skip to the because, end of it, well, but you have the cap relinquish well, no, the shield. We, well, you can you can skip to the end a little bit because the the one thing Cap needs to learn to use his words. He has a hunch but doesn't tell anybody, which is you know that's that's Cap because he thinks he can do it alone. That's sort of the character they've established. 
but that that leads to a lot more problems for him. That's 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 in that, in the that, miss I think in, a, in Age of Ultron of Cap calling Tony out for Tony being like Nick. Yeah. There's a reversal they here. Did, no, I think they did just enough, but maybe a little bit farther of Tony calling Cap out, going, "You're just as stubborn and arrogant as I am." The uh-huh. I want to punch you in your perfect teeth sort of thing going. You're doing the same damn thing. Right. You're the one that thinks you're right. Ex- exactly what you said. Yeah. We're going to take care of this. Sam and I will take care of this. I don't need to get the rest of the Avengers involved. I don't have to. Exactly. The whole movie could be thrown out if he gets a bunch of people Use your words, Cap. Use your words. And says, look, I'm Captain America. I'm telling you. Trust me on this, this is one. Wrong. I've got a hunch. Come with me. They're going to kill him. You know, as, as Agent 13 or Natasha says to him, when they find Bucky, they're not going to leave him alive. Yeah, Agent 13 says that. Yeah. So Natasha knows that Black Panther is going to kill him. Right. If Cap just says, let's find him first. It's, mm-hmm. it's, an, old, it's an old time trope story of this idea of we got to find him first. Let's get him arrested. Let's get him into custody. And then let's figure out That's what's it. happening. Get him into custody. But Cap doesn't. Cap doesn't think that he doesn't trust anybody except himself and Sam to right. get him out. Well, that's because well, that, what Bucky says to Cap when him and Sam have him connect, you know, it locked down. Well, because it also plays into sort of what's disjointed in the end of the movie, not in a bad way. I mean, it's sort of in the. It, for me, it's the again, it's the like the bizarre tonal shift because you get you get to that three quarters away moment, and then Iron Man's like, I think Cap's on to something. He goes to help him. But then you have you, you. It's almost like you're jumping into a completely different movie because now, now you're. The, here's how I see the movie: you're watching Civil War and you're watching Winter Soldier two, and yes. you're bouncing between the two stories. Which is why, like for me, the cherry on top would be: oh, I would, I would prefer two movies. Again, this movie was not done poorly at all. So that's sort of like laying it out right now. Like this is easily my number three. I go like Iron Man one, then. Cap two and then Cap three are my favorites so far of the Marvel so Cap universe. Two, Cap two is my my ultimate favorite because that that's for me is a problem with the tone in the movie is that you've got like a lot of you jump between high adventure really really well done adventure with like Iron Man you've got great Spider Man moments even Cap you know trying to solve the mystery but then you jump into something like the final act of the film where it's like you're right hey I'm here to help you we got a truce going on and then you have that final fight scene. Where the tone shifts. If if this was Cap, if this was Winter Soldier two, and then it was Iron Man finding out that Winter Soldier had had brutally murdered his family, See, and, and then going in to kill him, that that is that is the finale to a completely separate film. I know. I, t- I, I because because then you jump to Cap then rescuing uh, his comrades from prison, and that feels like the ending to the Civil War film. No. See, to me, and I, I, I hear what you're saying, but to me. For Civil War, for that that little bit of a twist at the end, for well, it's not a for twist because the audience knows this entire time, but nobody holds Winter Soldier accountable for it because because uh, Zola tells him right away, like, oh yeah, the car accident wasn't a mistake; it was the Winter Soldier. But it's one of the it, but for it to be Tony's parents, that was a, that no, was they a said great... it in that movie though. In in Winter Soldier, Zola show flashes, yeah, all, flashes of the, the all of yeah. the world events that that Hydra has caused and I totally, through the Winter Soldier. I totally missed that. And you see, and it wasn't yeah, it wasn't I, I, until I Brandon said it today, and I'm like, holy crap! Because when when they're in the film, and and that's why Tony, I to, hold on when Tony looks at Steve and says, "Did you, you know?" know. And you Steve know. said, yeah. "Yes." And the whole audience, and all I'm thinking in my head is, "Oh, Nick must have told him, or Bucky told him." At no, some no, point. no, 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 that was crap. such a great little moment. I was like, oh, crap. I well, I it, well, cause it is a great moment, but that's one of those things like me, wa- like me watching Werner soldier. I go, it's like, fuck Bucky. 
What are you, you kidding me? Oh, like, like here's it's also the big problem. You know, if you see, want, I look at it as I look at it as what Cap did. Sure, Bucky but he wasn't want, in control. Yeah, but if you want to talk, yeah, but there's still accountability. Unfortunately, Bucky remembers a, everything. Yeah. Vader murdered children. He, and he got Vader, to go back to the light side. Yeah, exactly. So, sorry, and that's when you got it. That's when uh-uh, you got to go. He Snoke. Oh yeah, he's Snoke now. He's cloning he's Snoke. Shut up. Uh, no, but that's the thing is because that's the scars match up, and that's because that's when I look at like uh, the final act of the film. Since we're jumping ahead a little bit, that's when I kind of go like. It's like it's like, dude, why? What's this truce nonsense? He killed your parents. Oh wait, you don't know that he killed your parents right. yet. And then they get to the computer scene, like, oh, here it comes. I know. All right, I recognize that car from the photo in Winter Soldier. When Tony says, and it's like, it's like, no. I recognize that road. I was like, that's when oh. I go. It's like, ice this motherfucker. Just kill him, blow it. And I love when he unibeams his arm off. It's like, no, if we're going, with I cried. And- I honestly cried. I, I have to say, when when he when. Tony blows the arm off. I screamed out, "No!" Because here's because that's the thing for me that's in the movie. The, that's got to be your. Um, that's got to be your cosplay this year. Who was it? Ethan was it? If you? Ethan. Ethan texted me. So what are you going to do for uh, your cosplay now? Are you going to? How are you going to? I was like, so how are you going to cosplay the last scene of the movie? <laughs> got to put a little. You know what? You know what I should do is do the top part of the arm and do like a green screen. Yeah, just type, do another. Type of just do another cast of that of the shoulder area. And then put the sock on. Yeah, you, no, you just gotta keep your arm inside yeah. your jacket like this. The whole I was time. like, oh god, I was so. Upset. You get one of those black sleeves and just run it all the way to the top. No, that's, just that, the that's not gonna work. Yeah, he's just gotta build this <sighs> thing where these pieces are. Sitting think, well, out you of gotta it. get a bigger vest to put your arm in. Yeah, yeah I gotta walk big. around all day with my, my yeah. arm. Yeah, but no, that's inside. the thing. It's like, and, and that, again, that's for me. Like some of the, the again, I, I say tonal shift issues like they're a completely bad thing. But I go like commit. Let's just cut your arm yeah. off. What if we do that? Because <laughs> that, that's when I jump. Like again, tone. Like okay, we've got two. Reve- there's all. This is also a movie with two revenge stories yep. now. Yes. You've got Zemo's revenge story three actually. Because then you've got Zemo. You've got Black Panther's revenge uh-huh. story, and then you've got Tony's revenge story. Yeah, thrown Tony's at you. revenge story is well. It's is thrown at you right, right in the last act. Like yeah. the right last. But that, act of the that movie. made for such a great climax of the movie. It did make for a great climax. But again, that's what that's when I go like tone shift. That's when I goes like. That's the great climax to a Winter Soldier two. I mean, that end, not the that climax, end battle. Be not well, the, the thing. Not is, the well, climax the to the a point. Hold on. To, to Civil War. The point of Civil War. I think it would have gone on too far. Hold on. Too long. I, again, I'm. I'm not. The I'm, point of Civil War in the comic is the Registration Act. Yes. The point of Civil War in this film is not. Is the not the Registration Act. Correct. That's, that's the, the subplot. The Registration Act adds to the tension that ultimately comes to the point. Where Cap and Tony are saying, Tony's saying, I need to arrest your friend. And Cap says no. Look, right. the end of this movie, so the, the end, Registration Act is still going on. And it is still going on. But that's what I go like. For me, that's like two movies. The end of this film is the end of the conflict between Tony and Cap. Yes. Yes. It's set up in the whole thing. So that's why I don't have a problem with it. I know. And that's fine. And for me, it's not. They're not like. They're not movie breaking issues. The, the movie is still really well done. It's a and, point where I, I saw a lot of people with Winter Soldier. Much, as much as as many as many issues as the movie has, can you imagine how much more it could have had? Oh yes, no, that's oh, the yeah. thing. No, that's the thing is, but I think because of the, let's, let's, the people doing the movie have so much talent to manage that many yeah. A, B, and C the, the, stories. The fact that no one talks about this as well as they talked about. Oh, Josh Whedon did such a great job with Avengers and enabling to mix. No, I don't fucking care, Josh. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, to mix those five or see, six I don't, characters, see, hold I, I, I and, disagree and with that entirely. I know that's what this is. What I'm saying yeah. is one of the peop- one of the, the 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 praise that Avengers got was that you got all of these characters and a lot of them had equal time. They all Natasha had matters. Hulk uh, Hulk matters. 
uh, uh, Hawkeye matters because they made him into the bad guy. Yeah, this movie does that same sort of thing where better. everybody is there and it does. But you're doing better. twelve characters. You're doing so many characters sure. that matter. There's so much that's in there. So now we're going to talk about what I thought I was really scared of, which would suck ass. Was Spider Man? Wait, wait, wait. Let's do Black Panther first. No, we'll do Black no, Panther Black, later. Because Black Panther, Spider-Man. Black Panther's a good finisher. Because Spidey's only like in acts. Spy- yeah, okay, see, see, that's the thing. Is you had a like... character that we knew was not going to play a major, major role throughout the film. Right. Yes, he was going to be introduced and he was going to be removed at some point. Yes. So the introduction, which I think that's, I think we talked about this months ago, where we said, "Oh no, Civil War is going back for reshoots." Yes. I think the reshoot is the apartment scene because none of them were cast for the Spidey movie yet. Right. The audition scene, I think, was the one where you see him flip in and grab well, Cap's shield. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no what no. I'm saying uh, is... Spide- no, because Spide- when- Spidey was already cast in secret, but... Uh, Marissa Tomei had not been cast as Aunt May yet, and yeah. the re- I, I, I am I, I would agree with Chris's assessment that the reshoots were to the get Marissa were, Tomei to bring waiting, Robert Downey Jr. back to well, shoot yeah, those scenes. But there, but the audition. To, hold on, not, I'm not talking about auditions. Well, the audition what scene are, ended up being in the movie. What I'm talking about is when we said, "Oh God, they're going back and shooting stuff." Remember, because uh-huh. there was a big deal that they were yes. going back a month before the film was supposed to be locked. And they're shooting. They're re, they're doing reshoots. They're doing additional shoots. What I think? Why is this one on? I don't know. What, um, <laughs> what I think? The only thing they did is they shot the apartment scene with Mercer Tomei because when yeah. they first wrote, when they first shot the film, she wasn't cast. Correct. And I don't think he was really cast yet either in terms of being locked down as it. So I think the reshoot is simply he, well, the... Well, he was cast. He was cast at the same time as Punisher. The, when you get to the well, the battle. In the in the in the airport, he's not there. He's, right. There's one shot of him without his mask. The entire thing is CG. Yes. Or stuntmen, one or the other. So you could have shot that scene when you shot the movie. Right. Which well, obviously the, you did. Then you just wait for what they said was what they said was the the addition scene was with him and Tony, because because Robert Downey Jr. had to meet with all three of them, and the final three, and they shot the scene, and a version of that ended up being in the movie, and they said that when Tony met with. What's his Todd Tony Todd? No, when Holland. when it, Tom Holland Tom, Tom Holland, Holland yeah. when they met with Let's him, with Peter. <laughs> he immediately was like, "This is the kid." And then all of a sudden, he goes, "Wait, should I flip into the scene?" And he and he actually flipped into the audition doing his parkour stuff, and they went, "That's it. This is our Spider Man." Right. Well, he was also right. well. He was well. The thing is, but he was cast at the same on. time as John Bernthal too. Because yeah, they we're, both we're we're belaboring a point of just saying. Yeah. The reshoot wasn't because the film sucked. Correct. The reshoot, the reshoot was, was to get Mercy. This, this is how we're going to introduce Spider-Man. We're not introducing him as Spider-Man all of a sudden in the middle of an airport. Right. We're introducing him as Peter Parker at mm-hmm. home meeting Tony Stark and have to, absolutely have to, within that scene, talk about the idea that his aunt is smoking hot. I love the fact they said not all answer. Yeah. Not I all mean, answers. Was, they they perfectly did it. You're, you're watching it and going... Yeah, that line has nothing to do with the film. It's just a way to tell audiences, let it go. Yeah. The amount of people who seem to be really irked by it, but it's one of those things where I kind of like, it was like, oh, Marissa Tomei's Aunt May. Oh, Marissa Tomei, that's interesting. And then I was like, she's 51 years old. That's kind of the perfect age, because by the time he gets uh-huh. to his mid-30s as well, an again, adult, she'll be in her 70s. And that's why they aunt. picked her. She's an aunt. Yeah. She's not a grandma. Right. right. And you, the, 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 the story isn't locked in that Ben Parker was 60 years old when he was shot. Right. He's... He's uh, what is Peter Parker's father's name? Uh oh, God! 
Shield agent. I, um, yeah, I, I, think, I, I, I can't I, remember. Robert. So, let's say it's Robert. Robert Parker. Robert Parker's Robert brother too. could have been younger than him. Yes, right. He is. They, they did that. Uh, they did that. Later became the apocryphal story that Mark Miller did. Uh, with the, you get to actually see. Oh God! Yes, it's apocryphal. But no, the uh, the younger Ben, Uncle Ben's younger brother is Peter's dad. Yeah. So, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Is is the flip that Peter's dad is the older? Is older. It's Uncle entirely ben. possible. That's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. So you would have an idea that the aunt wouldn't be a grandmother. She would yeah. be younger. Well, it's also when you see Peter. Yeah, if she's fifty, I and mean, that's that's grandmother age. Yeah, well, for, for someone like Peter, who's be did who you in guys, the film is fifteen or sixteen years old. Richard, yeah, R- Richard, Richard that's Parker. What it Richard Parker. Uh, did you guys catch the other Sony tie-in? Now the the other the other part of the Sony deal, all products now like devices, handheld devices and stuff have to be Sony products. Because I, I that, everyone that's their deal with I mean they, they with, with Sony the, every one of yeah. the because before it wasn't that. You know, like Stark well, Industries did their own. Like, like, yeah, the only person who doesn't have, uh, well, no, because well, uh, I don't think Tony's, Sony. I don't think Sony has a phone that he can flip stuff. No, into the Tony. Top, but it said it said Vimeo. It said uh, Vimeo on it. No, or, that's uh, not that's Vio. Not, no, that wasn't that wasn't Tony's phone. Tony, uh, uh, that was Black Widow's white cell phone. Was one of those Sony Vio phones. Vio, yeah, but so was Tony's. No, Tony's is his own brand. Tony's just that that little it's, square. It's just the, the CGI. But anyway, it's the, the CGI square. Let's forget about the tech. And, but yeah, Marissa Tomei, and here's why everyone's like, it's like, oh, Marissa Tomei, why she looks so young? Why is she so attractive? It's like, she's 51. Peter Parker is still in high school. Uh-huh. By the time he gets into his 30s, she'll be in her late 60s, early 70s, which is perfect And not age. only in high school, but seems to be set up as a freshman or sophomore. Yes. Like yes, 15, very specifically. 16, yeah. And I go, it's like, it's like really, we're going to knock great. Academy Award-winning actress Marissa Tomei? No, they read the wrong name. No, it, I thought I thought it was perfect. I, I liked their little nod to it. I thought it was a great introduction. But she also felt like Aunt May. The moment she started talking and, mm-hmm. and at the very it's end. Just a, it's a, it's yeah. sort of, it's the same thing of watching Gwen being different in, in the first Amazing Spider-Man yeah. film. Yes. That's something different. So my concern was always Spider-Man. It was yes. going to be shoehorned and, in. I'm watching that scene, and I'm going. I know the scene's only here to get. Okay, well, this is this is kind of funny. Is I? Yeah, he's kind of. I like him. Tony's like connection her. with I like, him. Tony, I was like, Tony's. I, shit, this is really good, <laughs> and it works because it is like they're in an arms race. Uh huh. Yes. And and that was the thing. Like, if they didn't set that up as that idea, and especially with the flip side of Cap and Sam going. What are we gonna do? Yeah, we don't, we don't got anybody. I know a dude. I know a guy who tried to beat me up last year when I was at the New Avengers thing. Which so makes that all that work guy. too. And it makes that work too. Um, I still hate that scene in that film, but I, you know, whatever. Uh, oh, the, what they used in yeah, what, what they, they used, used in Ant Man. I, I I don't mind it. It's, I, it's the exact same yeah. scene. Literally, it just like edited it down to like thirty seconds. It's of dialogue. exactly the same type as. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It's an audition scene. Well, no, for this. He, he no, I don't mean an audition part. scene. I mean it. it with Sam and Ant Man, in Sam and Ant Man was, hey, it was, we need this, we need something stupid to tie this into everything. Yes, else, even though the film, we, we, we need a guy. Do it's with it. it works for this, and I'm glad it worked for this. That's still a shoehorn scene. This to me is not a shoehorn scene. The Spidey and Tony thing, because Tony is in the middle of an arms race. He is facing a team that has the Scarlet Witch on it, who ostensibly can rewrite reality at some point in her life. Speaking and of although which, he has the vision. So, Spider-Man... No, let's not skip. Let's stick with Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Man so, was great. Spider-Man, Spider-Man was great. I got Spider- the, I like the introduction. I love the quips. I love Spider-Man. Me. We got the best Spider-Mans. I only, you know what I really wished? Remember the Spider-Man that was in the costume for Spider-Man 3? 
I was because there was a there was a guy that was dressed as Spider Man in this one. They don't know that story. I almost wish it was the same guy. Okay, because he could have stood up at the end and gone, "Vengeance is mine." Okay, total aside. I'm going to tell the story. I love Spider Man. We got the best Spider Mans in our movies. So, a million years ago, we went to see Spidey Three at a midnight screening uh, in town in West Westlake, Westlake, in Westlake, and there was a gentleman. Dressed up as Spidey. So as we're going into the film, and let me tell the whole story. Go ahead. So as we're going into the film, you know, he's jumping up on the on the the the, the columns and he's like jumping up on a trash can. I was like, Yeah, Spidey. So Spider Man three was one of those films, as I've always said, it's one of the weirdest films I've ever been in because you can actually physically feel the audience turn on that film. As you get halfway through it and the whole the whole theater all of a sudden feels much, much heavier as everyone goes, oh. They got the nerd rage. So the film ends, Completely. and we're outside, and we're sitting outside, and we're just, like, there's four of us, and we're just sitting there kind of almost, like, wringing our hands, like, I don't know what I just saw, but I know I don't like it. It's terrible. And there's another group over here, and they're kind of doing the same to another group. And then I'm like, Spidey oh, God, walks I got to go see this in eight hours. Spidey, Spidey walks out, and he's got his hand, he's got, he, literally, wringing his hands with his mask as he's walking out with his head down, and immediately, this poor dude, Here's this chorus of, boo, you suck, you suck, Spider-Boo, and he's got to look like, it's not my fault, I didn't do it, you suck, why is your movie blow, and just runs into the parking lot, like when, into that, the night. That's when you got to find the suit in a trash can. <laughs> I, I, I thought of that same thing, because he <laughs> exactly. had the mask, and I'm like, it's just the mask should have been thrown in the trash. If he would have done it right goes. on the trash can as it's, you're walking out of the theater, so that's, perfect. that's the story that, that Who was that masked man? is alluding to, of the idea that Spidey works in this. He fights really well. Oh yeah. As oh. as a as someone who like the the oh I'm old and he's young. I'm not a huge fan of all those jokes all the time, but they work so well in oh, here. Oh come on, you didn't like the Star Wars? No, that's that... what I'm saying. It, it worked you're, because, you're, because are you listening to what I'm saying? Yes. They played Normally him. Off, they don't. played him and off as a nerd who's also very poor. He has to build his own computers and stuff, yeah. so he's not going to movies or anything. That's why I really like. Because for him, he probably, like, if he saw Empire Strikes Back, he probably saw it on VHS tape. But, but did you catch everybody? The, the internet has been very upset the last two days over his comments about Empire Strikes Back because... It is an old movie. No, what he said was, if, if he was truly a nerd and everything, then he would know that the ice planet was called Hoth. No, he wouldn't. And that the walker nerd, things a were called Adats. No, geeks would. That's know what that. they got. That's what everybody got upset about. Well, was that they, he didn't say Hoth or Adat. They're wrong. That he well, generalized. The thing at it. the end of the day is to understand that it's just a movie. Yes. Right. He he's and a nerd, not a geek. I I loved I loved that reference in there. I he thought also it was called perfect. them. He also called them the giant walkers. Though. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is that mm-hmm. people got upset they didn't call them Adats, but I think that it was funny and it worked very well with with the reaction to everybody else. Yes. And he's probably yeah. didn't see. It. And here's the thing: is again, they played like they 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 established right away. He's poor, you know. Yes, they're they're you know. Yeah, but see, even just having this discussion is leading too much into it. Yes, the it fact is reading. It's a line of him going. It's funny. Hey, remember that movie? And it's here's called what Joke. We do. Yeah, yeah, and that that was kind of it. Um, I love the I love I the ending of it too when he says he got beat up by a guy from Brooklyn. His name was Steve, yeah. Yeah. and his brother, his his other guy his was, friend was really huge. huge. <laughs> it was really huge. Let's talk about really huge. Talk about something that. Just would have been so much better if no one had seen it. Yes. As as terrible as mad as I was at the fact that you saw the arrow early, the fact that the toys released the idea that Jan- giant that man. giant man was in it because when he's on the gantry way and he's like, I think I can do this, but I pass out. I've as done, a fan, you're watching, and, and and Sebastian's wearing his Pim Particles T-shirt. Yes, he is. Um, or Pim Industries. Sorry. Uh, as a fan, his you Pim go. Pim Particles shirt would be really. Oh smart. God. 
oh man, this is, oh no, no, he's gonna go giant, and it would have been great. Yes. But instead, you're sitting there going, here yeah, it comes. So he's gonna go. This is exactly what I saw. Do you know that Disney know. So, and the Russo brothers had a big argument about? I'm this. I'm sure they did because the Disney said J.J. Abrams runs into the same thing every time. Where J.J. Abrams is just like. Stop. Let well, me release the damn movie. Disney said, no, no, no. It was, it was over the fact that Disney said, do not do it if it's going to look stupid. Yes. And he said, no. They, they said, don't worry. We can do this. They were like, well, should we save this for the Ant-Man film and let it happen in the Ant-Man film? And they're like, no, we can make this work. Let us do it. And besides, there's only so much you can do with ants and small things in this world. And here he is. We have this guy. He can't fight these other superheroes being small. We need him to do something different. Well, no, he can. I mean, that's that's the the, the beauty of it is that he uses all of his. He, he doesn't use up. the ants. Well, he doesn't use the ants, but he uses the size. Yes, because he, he, he shrinks out, real small. He, with he takes Natasha. out Tony's suit on his own. He does it with Natasha. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just it's it's all over the place. I, and I it's, love, he plays such an integral role in that fight. I love the dialogue when he's in Tony's suit, <laughs> and Tony's like. Who, who, who's talking? Who, who's it's it? Conscience. We don't talk very much. <laughs> yeah. So the, that the, was beautiful. The fight was really well done. A lot of you know. Well, to go back really quickly to Spider-Man. I want to say the what I really enjoyed about Spider-Man is it reminded me of the old cartoon Spider-Man, like the quips that he had, Spider-Man. the jokes, the you know the, the just the same feel that it had of the old cartoon. Yeah, the '90s animated Spider-Man yeah. and the uh, was spectacular was Spider-Man, spectacular, easily yeah. one of yeah. my uh-huh. favorite Spider-Man TV shows. Um, watch it because Toby Maguire gave Tom uh, Holland some great props and said he's a, he's the next. You know, he is the, the yeah. Spider-Man. But nobody remembers the Toby Maguire was even Spider-Man. And oh. here's, and the only the only and, good Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield. But here's here's my thing. amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. That first film. Speaking of Andrew Garfield. Hated him as Spider Man because, like, none of these quips are landing. This is terrible. Yes. This really worked. And the way that he, that the, 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 the dialogue worked, the delivery worked. Yeah. The voice is great. You know, he's got that kind of high pitched kind of voice. Yeah. It's just like, it, it's, and f- you bought the idea that he's trying to stop Cap, but he's also like, this you is really cool. Captain America. And it's that's so a, freaking cool. That was the a great thing when he says Captain. The, the tension and, and removal in that is that idea where he's having fun right. kind of doing this. And, I actually and liked the, Andrew Garfield. Or I, I like the idea of what Andrew Garfield, what they wanted him to be. Yes. And it's not Andrew Garfield's fault. That's a lot of the material within oh, the no, movies, Oh, no, no, no. The, the Spider-Man part. I loved Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. I thought yes. they did a great job with him as Peter Parker. And the idea, look, we understand we you have to hire somebody. You start hating him with the car scene. Is Spider-Man? Yeah, no, he's terrible um, with the car scene. Uh, Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker was great in the idea that you put him on screen and you go, okay, Andrew Garfield is a damn good-looking human being. There's no way that he's going to be ostracized as, oh, you're a geek, you're a nerd. He chooses to be ostracized uh-huh. as a geek and a nerd. Right. He brings it upon himself. I thought that was a great decision in an otherwise franchise that was completely stupid. Yes. Um, but no, this is, you know, and, and, and the kid's geeky enough, and, and since we haven't really he looks delved geeky into too. it. I mean, you know, and in real life, he's only like is. he's only like eighteen years old, but yeah, he looks a, a lot young younger. Anyway. Yeah. So no, that was really well done. Did you like the costume? I thought it was too CG heavy. Sure, it was. It, it was so bright. Yeah. It and it's funny having Avengers on last night or the night before or whatever. I hate co- Cap's costume in that film. In Avengers, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. watching it again. I'm like, this is horrible. I, I don't like. I can't stand it's that one. Terrible. Especially um, when you go from the World War II cap, which looks so uh, so amazing, yeah, and and the the cap of Cap Two and yeah. Avengers Two, um, the Spidey stuff, it's it's, I think it's one of the things it felt more CG than a guy who's thirty feet tall. 
Yes. Like it, it, the, the the giant. I bought the giant man a hell of a lot more than I bought the Spider-Man. costume. It mm-hmm. didn't. Well, just no. Just the rendering. Oh yeah. You know the costume's fine. That, very Ramita. Whatever. What like yeah. Very Ramita. It, oh, yes. it is a classic. I, I. It didn't. I'm not sitting there going, okay, this is dumb. You know, it's not watching Avengers last night going. God, that costume sucks. It, Man, that really took me out of the film. And maybe it will as I'm going forward, as I continually watch it. Well, the cat costume in, in Avengers was him. just like, it was too new, too clean. It was too, new, it was bright, it was clean, yeah. it was too spandex. It was, it just, no. Anyway. It almost um, looked like the original, the, you know, the... Well, uh, it, let's, let's go back. The stage let's, cap. Let's and, go to Wanda's story. And the you, idea, You're going to save Black Panther? Yeah, we're going to save Black Panther. Okay. Because, Wanda, as everyone said... You can you can go in with a gigantic boner for Spider Man because that's what everyone was talking uh-huh. about. You walk out. I walked out going, dude. I can't wait for. Black I Panther. can't wait for the. Black so Panther. we'll go yeah. back to Wanda because I want to talk about Wanda and the Vision. Vision. And then that's a great. Why aren't the Russo brothers doing Black Panther? That's... Why aren't the Russo brothers doing every... all of them? <laughs> Why isn't the Russo brothers doing Episode Eight? They'd be. Set Why for aren't life, they doing but... Batman versus Superman Two? Why? Because um... Batman versus Superman let... Two would actually end up being. Good. <laughs> that's what I mean. I was like, let the Russo brothers, at the very least, let them hire everybody. Okay, sure. Let them... So Wanda, did you Wanda catch... and the Vision? Here's did you the... catch the Easter egg when you first see Wanda's room? That she's hot. Yeah. No. Did you not see the the pic, the the mural or the the the, uh, the mosaic of the of the kids and the big question mark? No, no. I was too busy focusing. When on you the fact first that Elizabeth come in, Olsen is gorgeous. We, when you first come in the room like, and they see it, you gorgeous. see it in the background. There's there's like a, really stupid. I know. Gorgeous. There's a bunch of pictures like, of kids, and in the middle of it, there's a big question mark. There's like really gorgeous women in this. Emily Van Camp is amazing. Scarlett yes. Johansson, obviously one of the house. And I'm just saying, like, I keep forgetting how just. Stunningly beautiful is what Olsen is. Well, this so, one she literally got Godzilla. She vision. didn't look that great. Well, yeah, because she's running around in a city that's being attacked right. by a giant monster. Who's the hero? Um, it but when it you fight. when you go back and watch it again, watch when, when they first go in her fight. room. You'll <laughs> see it. The, we got all the good Godzillas. I was like, holy um, no, we got, shit! Okay, she's got a poster. That's great. Uh, the Vision and the Wanda thing. Obviously, as a fan, yeah, you yes. kind of know where this is going. You know exactly, but where. it switches so quickly. I really like that. You want tonal shifts that I thought worked. Yes. And yeah. the idea that I'm making you this, oh, it's I'm so trying cutesy. to be really nice. Okay, well, I'm going to go out and get something. No, no you're, not. you're not. But it doesn't switch it does. too much. Well, no, it, it's a tone it does shift. Because it's a tone shift. But it's a tone shift that works. He's protecting her. Because he's they've protecting also, her, they've but that's part, of the, that. that's part of the love and the, the no, caring. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. I get that. But it's also, he's not letting her go. Right. Well, he's to also the been told where he, you know, the thing blows up and he's got to go somewhere and he comes back. I'm going to check it out. Hawkeye beats him. Yes. Uh, well, he doesn't Arrow beat him. Man. Obviously, Thanks. Wanda eventually. Beats Thanks, him, Arrow Man. Thanks, Arrow Man. <laughs> um, Which, by the Hawkeye way, was great. Did Jeremy Renner look really old? No, you want to know who looks no. like he's dying? Don, Don, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle looks like he, the man he, can't he, walk, Sebastian. <laughs> Let's take Towards the end of the movie, he looked really old. But Robert Downey Jr., you really saw the age in this one. And so well, yeah, did Robert Downey well, Jr. is not a young human being. No, I know that. No, but I mean, it was There's really... a reason why he's not doing Iron Man 4. And it's <laughs> well, he, he is now. He, well, he wants yeah. to. But here's the thing. Uh, yeah, the, he wants the, to because... The Robert Downey Jr. Looking, looking a lot older, especially watching his face a lot. Yeah. Because they wanted to create a data con- By the way, Robert Downey Jr. is not dying because the CG of Robert Downey Jr. looks amazing. Oh, it was yeah, a great... 
creepily good. <laughs> that was so yeah, good. So weird. So, I'm watching it going, wait, is this another film? Is this uh, he could have been like a... that could have been Robert Downey Jr. What? in this entire film and it would have worked. But yes, what was what was uh, I'm trying to think like there's a famous movie where he's young and all of a sudden I can't think of it. You know, Tom, so, well, they, it's they did Tron, Tron Legacy Kuzak. and they did. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about no, I'm talking about. Robbie Downey Robert Jr. Oh, they used yeah. the face from. Uh, oh it's my god, the one with John I think, Cusack. I think it is the one from J- the John Cusack movie. Was what they used as the uh, model for that. Yeah, what is it? Because I'm looking at it, going, God, I've seen this movie. Because it, it's a little bit older than Weird Science. Yes, but it's still younger than it's like a, uh, Heart a, and Soul and all that. Right. It's not. It's. It's not the face from the movie he did with Marissa Tomei. It's the. No, it, it, I think it is. It's the, John the one Cusack with John Cusack. Movie. It's like that right around that time. Because I, I reckon it, when he stood up, and I, 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 the way his, the, the mouth was and everything, I recognized it right away. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely, they face modeled it on an existing movie. Film. But no, they did a really good job. Oh, so it was amazing. You never have to worry right, about so anyone I, I, dying I got to roll through again. 40 years of IMDb here to figure out where this is. Maybe it's from Bowfinger. No, <laughs> but yeah, I remember him in Bowfinger. Um, no, that was amazing. I thought, because when they first started seeing it, I was like, but what are they? Oh. I was like, that's some great makeup, man. They made him look really. No, I, I knew it was younger because of what they did with Michael Douglas from Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. And Disney's also did it with Tron Legacy, so they've been really yes. working on the no, technology. It took, me, it took me a second. That's what I originally thought. No, I just it watched. Was like, it was like, all right, guess what, Robert? Dan- you doesn't. We're not losing any actors because all they need to do is walk into a voice booth, record all their lines, and just get a younger actor with the CG makeup on. If they want to do that, yeah, of I course mean, they, they could have them do the CG. But stuff. I think Robert Downey Jr. looked old, especially looking at his Science. face specifically. Was they wanted to show the dichotomy of the stress? I can see that, and the eight years of time. Because when you look at him in a, in the movie he did with, which one are you thinking of, John Cusack though? It's after Weird Science. It's after Weird Science. He did the because Rob Downey Jr. did the movie with uh, he did the there. lawyer movie. Is it less pick than zero? Artist. Is it uh, pick up artist, artist or less than zero? Um, One of the two. Because the pickup artist he's in with Molly Ringwall. There's no. Uh, it's not John Cusick is not in that film. But, uh, is it less than zero? Maybe less than zero. He was a James Spader in less than zero, but John Cusick's not in that film. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway, it's one of those young. movies from um, the late ni- late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, the, the makeup really felt like they wanted to show stress and years because yes. they kind of did it in Iron Man 3 as well with his PTSD. They paled him up a little no, bit. No, I, I get that. But when you look at him, uh, Jeremy Renner, and then uh, uh, John Don Cheadle, it's like, wow. No, well, yeah. well, really. Don Cheadle is, looks like somebody. Well, his sucked, hair was great. Sucked the, the life out of yeah. him. Well, Don Cheadle's been running a hotel in Rwanda. Especially for a long when time, you, especially so. when you look at photo, like when you look at, especially when you look at like photos of Jeremy Renner and Robert Downey Jr. at the premiere. They look far better than they do uh, in in real life than they did in the movies. I think, and I, yes. think, I think especially the fact that we see Robert Downey Jr. But then when you look at Tony Don Cheadle's picture, Tony Stark is never looking perfect at any point. No, no, and that's the, I mean he's got a suit. He's got the but alcoholism. Even when he's got the suit, when he first meets Cap in uh, in Germany. You know the ties undone, uh-huh. and, and the but- buttons. Well, even open when he's like when that. he's doing the thing at MIT, when you know, and you yeah. see the the whole thing with because you know Pepper's gone now. The frat uh, pack could maybe. be, and maybe it. Yeah, that that could be what it is. Holy shit, we're at an hour twenty, so we're gonna skip two things. Let's talk about Black Panther. Okay. So, but did you, as a fan, did you did you like the connection with Vision and, and Yeah, yeah, but we're going to skip that now. Let's get the Black Panther, because there's two things we want to talk about. We're going to okay. talk about Black Panther, and we're going to talk about the fact that nobody died, just like I said they would. But um, can we talk about the fact that when Mikey, or when Mikey, when Bucky grabs the motorcycle and flips it around and jumps on and everything. Legolas? That was awesome. Which I have to, which I have to learn that, because apparently I'm getting a motorcycle for my birthday. That is the stupidest idea I have heard <laughs> in the history of ideas. 
Yes. Me with the motorcycle? Yes. No. Yes. I looked over I looked over as soon as that part happened and Beth's going <sighs> and she looked at me and go and didn't say a word. She goes, Yep. <laughs> Does she have a life insurance policy on you? Because yes. she might be trying to kill you. There we go. Don Cheadle at the Civil War pier. It looks yeah, like look somebody, well, somebody he, is sucking he, him dry. He got <laughs> some McRibs or something. Um, is that what that... Oh, my God. So is that Black, what that does to you? Oh Black my Panther. God. Chad Bozeman is Black Panther. Well, right. we don't have to worry about a Black Panther origin story. No. Which is great. Yes. Um, uh, That's the one thing Marvel only, does really well. Not only... You don't have to tell origin stories. Black Panther, because most of the scenes with Black Panther are, are a stuntman or, or CJ. Yeah. But owns T'Challa to me. Just oh, that, that was that, that so embodied. Great, and this, there's this great thing, especially if you've read Christopher Priest's story, mm-hmm. and Martin Freeman as Everett K. Ross is actually much more of a badass than he is in that story. Yeah, he was so a badass. Throw that out. But the scene where they're headed towards the car, and Natasha's standing there, and the woman says, move, or be moved. Or oh, whatever. yeah. And I'm watching it going, oh, those are the bodyguards. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was just that cool little piece, like, God, I hope they show up in that film. And that's the thing. There's just enough. I there love his response. As, though. As I'd love as, to see that. Yeah, as just as 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 you know, I'm not the biggest Black Panther fan in the world. But reading Kirk Busiek's run of Avengers and reading Christopher Priest's run of Black Panther, uh-huh. reading Hudlin's run of Black Panther, where he says that Wakanda is the only African nation that's never been invaded, never been right. conquered, and he fights Captain America in the very first issue in the 1940s. Um, you know, King T'Chaka does it. Yes. Uh, like there's there's just enough pieces. Did you catch that connection that, too? Going with well, that he's his father, yeah. No, no, um, no, no. That, that about uh, um, King Chaka says that you know w- when uh, he's talking to Natasha at the UN, he says, "Is Captain America going to come?" And he's like, you know, she says, "No, he's not going to." I, you know, I, I don't think he is, or I wish he was, or something. Whatever. How she states it, and he says, "Yeah, I, I wish he was too." You you kind of get that there might be some. That could also be a I political just, thing. Yeah, so it could be, but, but, but he's 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 reinforcing the idea that Cap's signature is the most important right. signature. But but back to the, just there's enough pieces in there. Looking at it, going, I know what kind of all these little pieces are. Yes. and it doesn't matter to this film. All that matters is it helps him look more regal, looks more like a head of state, which is what he yes. is. But just the the see the, the the line that he. You know, don't worry about Bucky because I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, and he was walks away, and it's like, okay, damn, you believe it? Yeah, and that that jet was cool. Yeah, the black. So he's just Uh he's cool. The only thing I didn't like was taking machine gun bullets from a a helicopter, and it doesn't do anything to him. It just bounces off his suit. But but I love understand that. Cap says it. At least move a little instead of the idea. I mean, he's getting I mean, hit. At least and he's get, just, like, like, yeah, he's standing there as if it's you know he's a brick wall. He's yeah, being there's hit no with, for, there's no impact. Ball. Yeah, like have some sort of there's impact. No, there's no kinetic Again, energy. In very the... very nitpick. But I, I love that I love that Cap has a response to that of oh your suit's vibranium. Yeah, because technically with vibranium it would absorb all that so you wouldn't move. Yeah, the same thing happens to the shield, but it's right. still like. It's sort of you're standing there going, there isn't much you can do to him. Right. And when you see it, and his helmet's made out of it too, punching him is worthless. Yes. So it's like, that's not going to do anything. But Black Panther, because Black Panther and Cap and um, and Winter Soldier and Sam to a certain degree, I cannot say enough how awesome their fight choreography Mm -hmm. is. Do you know what's funny about the Black Panther, though? I really wish, I will say, in terms of fight choreography and shooting, because one of the things we love about Winter Soldier is that they didn't use the... Slow yeah. and then speed it up in slow motion. The only it. time they did that was when he falls off the helicarrier. Uh-huh. It totally makes sense. Here they use it for the motorcycle, and then they use it in the final battle when 
Tony's firing the repulsors at Cap's shield. Yes. As you're doing the oh, tracking you get that shot one over the beautiful thing. shot of the two. Yeah, of them together. I wish that's the only reason, the only spot they use it. I wish they would have done the, the, the motorcycle in just real time. Just do it. Just boom. I think it would have happened too fast. Well, that's the point. Who cares? I mean, that's it's supposed to be really. Yeah. Everything you have going on is really fast. Right. You're throwing a hundred punches a frame, man. It's just crazy. Yeah. Everything that's going on, and Natasha, of course, as she's doing the same thing. So, um, I love T'Challa. So, so the much. funny thing and about the Black Panther is the reason he's in this movie because they weren't originally going to bring him into the movie. But remember, they had originally said, "Okay, Spider-Man's going to be in it," and Disney had told the Russo brothers to start preparing for Spider-Man. We think we're going to get him. So they started to prepare for Spider-Man, and then they said, well, we don't know. We need to have a secondary character just in case. They said, let's do the Black Panther because we're going to have, already have him. We can already introduce him in this, and it'll work. So that's why you ended up having the Black Panther and Spider-Man both in this film is because they, they were kind of sure they were going to get Spider-Man, but they weren't sure. Well, I think they, the, the Black Panther brings so much more gravitas to the chase of Bucky. I think so, because too. Because not only if, – if it's Tony – and this is where, in kind of Sebastian's point, if Cap uses his words with the Avengers, like, we have to get him, that's not going to work with Black Panther. He's not right. an Avenger. It, the fact that he's kind of stepped away from it, even if Tony goes, don't worry, Cap, we're, we're going to find him, we're going to put him in a cell, we're going to figure this out. Black Panther, this right? chase is still, T'Challa's going to kill him. Yes. He's going to slice his throat open and let him bleed out mm-hmm. and watch the, let the whole world see it. Um so I thought that character was really good because, and he probably has the best character arc in the whole thing, to a degree. Yeah, I mean him and Tony, him and Tony. Me. I mean that, Tony had a really Tony like because yeah, Tony changes so early in the film. The too. Yes. Yeah, and the, that's what I, I love. The the I thought, but they see, that's why you also tone. have to have the Zemo thing in this is because of Tony's char- his arc. Because if you get to the point where he and Cap both see eye to eye at the end of it, he realizes, oh shit, there's more to this that Cap's got to do. The whole Bucky thing is ended. You 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 lose the Civil War. You have to have that last little bit of of Bucky killing his parents to really set Wait, Tony. Up. His parents? I don't yeah, know yeah, that's kind um, of a little spoiler. Uh, the tone that they used with Robert with with Tony the whole time of the jokes are nowhere near the same. Mm-hmm. The quips aren't coming very quickly. It's more of the almost like really. <sighs> Like you know this and that. You Do know, you think he his character's almost reached his end point in the universe? Who Tony's? No, because the the, the uh, this movie clearly. Said, I have because I, as an arc. Let's let's talk about the fact that a lot of people started to think that someone was going to die. Yes, I owned the idea that I could see that they killed Cap, but I still didn't think anyone was dying in this film, and nobody dies in this film. Uh huh. Nobody dies in this film. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who? Eleven Wakandans. Uh huh. Who? Peggy Carter. No. Shut oh, up. Come on. She dies in the film. Shut yeah, up. You know what the get, fuck I'm talking about. And you know what? People are upset that she died off camera. That there wasn't a big Agent well, Carter not, death she's, scene. She's gonna go she was because she was because he was probably shooting Agent Carter the show when they were shooting. <laughs> no, the she's movie. shooting the new Fox thing, which ruined everything. Because we're gonna do one next. ABC. We're gonna call it Fox anyway. It's um, ABC. Well, yeah, but we're gonna call yeah, it Fox. I, That's I, the way we're gonna do. I'm I'm sorry that the show that nobody was watching got canceled. Anyway. Yeah. Um. The idea, I, I kind of, because I really, I think if you kill someone in this, you destroy everything. Yes. Because the, 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 when you're reading Civil War and Bill Foster, who was Giant Man at the time, is killed, the only saving grace is he gets killed by a malfunctioning uh, clone, clone uh-huh. for robot that kills him. 
there's still enough, you know, this is this is Reed's fault and Tony's fault for having this happen at all, but it's not like, you know, Tony put a repulsor blast through him. But if you kill Cap- if you have any of the Avengers kill anybody in this, you just don't go back. Captain right, America lose- does die in this kind of. Well, yeah, the idea. Well, no, no, gonna the idea. Se- he's going to get the Secret Warriors. Now. What everyone started saying. The Secret was Warriors someone, is, is someone No, it's not. Was it's going, now a movie thing. <laughs> someone was going to die in this film, and I really didn't think that was happening. I still contend Iron Man, Tony Stark, dies in the first Infinity film. Thank I you. think one of them has to. Either Cap or Tony dies in the first I think, one. I think, it's, I, I think it's Tony because, one, the <laughs> real-life idea, the fact that, you know, Robert Downey Jr.'s an older gentleman doesn't mean that again. And that doesn't mean anything more because they can just make him young again. There's I understand. Well, and you also have to remember that's, <laughs> that's, that's also five that years down the road. That technology is just going to get better. Tron legacy was already like, Hey, that's pretty good. So what you're saying is Robert Downey Jr. Is going to be in his deathbed no, all laying there be, reading lines on a TV Jr. screen. Only like 50 years I old. Know, They've he's, been he's, talking about the idea of computer generated actors replacing people since Jurassic Park. Yes, since but they it, put, the technology they didn't put exist Ariana Richards then. face onto the, the the body of a stunt actress trying to look up yes. and, you know, play. And then anyway. they did it in a movie called Tron Legacy with an entire character. And then when, when Star Wars I'm Episode you, 1 I'm came out holding, and they had a whole CG I'm character, still, they said it's the death. But it's the, not a human. So that's a different. I'm, there's, I'm still holding the idea that Tony Stark dies in the first of I think so. I think one of them dies. I think it's Cap. My personal opinion, and then it's gonna. Be I would. I think part of it. I, I really don't want part. it to be Cap because I want that scene of where he walks up to. Unless it's the scene where he walks up to Thanos and says, "As long as one of us is breathing, there's still hope." And then Thanos just erases him from existence. That would kind of suck because that's one of the best parts of Infinity Gauntlet. But well, that's why that's that's sort of what I keep saying is that the Marvel universe. This movie has now established the Marvel universe is seen through the lens of the Stark family, and having Tony watch Cap die. In Infinity War means far more as the connection to the universe. Than I don't think so because it I, does I think, mean I think it does mean far more now. Get away from the idea that not only that that Stark but Robert Downey Jr. is the only thing that matters. Oh, you, no, no, already, I, I don't. You've agree already that. ruined two Avengers films by saying that Iron Man has to be the center point to a certain right. degree. Yes, ruins a strong. No, word, I just think but, he'll just be. Uh, there'll be an actor with the overlay of the young face, and then. All Robert Downey Jr. has to do is go in a voice booth for a couple days. No, they record all his lines. They, in Doctor Strange two, Doctor Strange brings tone, teenage Tony from the oh, past God. with a new actor, and they have him take over. No, the, no you just got to give. There's him, precedent for it. It's in a comic book. Sure, no, Iron but, Boy. <laughs> no, all they got to do is give Tony the face from Iron Man one. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, I mean this this movie was it was. Good. It, it, it was. It, it didn't. It was well internationally. It's already done six hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. Let's also say the fact that it made more money than Batman versus Superman in the opening weekend. Time. No, it didn't. It made one hundred and eighty-one million dollars opening weekend U.S. Yeah, they said that that, that uh, Batman versus Superman was still bigger. No, because they already had to adjust Batman their numbers Superman lower. Had well, they extra, had they adjusted they Batman adjusted Iron Superman Man. Batman had an extra day. They adjusted Captain America because they originally were thinking it was going to do two hundred thousand. Right. Batman versus Superman had an extra day. Wow, that hurt. There you go. Um, that started at like noon on Thursday. So. Yeah, uh, noon on Wednesday. Well, yeah, so that was like they had an extra. Yeah, it was also really, Mother's Day weekend, so it's it's also free comic book day weekend. Yes. I think a lot of people went to the movies instead of going to the store. Um. um 
No, so it's it's it like box office doesn't matter as much because obviously Transformers Four made a whole lot of money. Chris, yes. anything that disappointed you in this film? That it ended. No, yeah. really, I mean I, I'm actually surprised that you didn't like it more than you did, because there's so much Winter Soldier in it. I know. Because the humor in it's fantastic. I mean, just the, the the scene in the Volkswagen when they turn and look after they kiss, and they're just kind of like a. But even just, the even the scene, can you move your seat up? Cap really no, has yeah. to stop stealing cars. He does steal a lot of cars. <laughs> he, he is a car thief. Can, so, can, can you move well, the no, seat up? No, he borrowed up, that first one. He just never made it out <laughs> and it, of the camp after it got hit by a small yield yeah. nuke or whatever. Uh, so. Superhero Showdown. According to Box Office Mojo, the official tally, uh, three-day total for Civil War, 179 million, you know, that's with some change, and Batman Superman did 166. For three days. Three-day yeah, total. For okay. Three so total. Civil War has, has, it's has the handily fifth, It's the fifth largest them. movie opening of all time. And, and let's see what happens or at least next weekend Superman. when right. Batman versus Superman dropped by more than 60% yeah. in a weekend. Let's right. see what that's next weekend. Also, when Batman versus Superman releases the R-rated cut in theaters, that that is what the current whisper is. <sighs> Speaking of which, Disney had three of the top ten movies this this weekend they own everything they had the top two movies See, that's the thing is that's the argument against owning everything yeah. they already have three they're already competing with themselves they don't need x-men they don't need gi joe they may, they they may don't get need x-men this. after forbes called a, a called apocalypse let's, let's see the movie <laughs> called apocalypse why do i why do i care what forbes thinks because they're the not the they're scarily enough they're not the only review who called that's that movie. true no yeah i'm uh, and then there already, there's already a big backlash because they released the original concept drawings for Apocalypse, and which looked almost exact, or the concept makeup, which looked exactly like the comic book, to what they changed to look more like well, that's the concept uh, art too. If you look yeah, at that's everything. Power Rangers in the original, well, the original concept art for Iron Man had him have an Iron Man car. Yeah, that's in the <laughs> yeah. that's in the the, the, the making of, of Iron it? Man. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, that's okay, a, Ethan, the, anything the, in this movie that you didn't the, like? That I didn't like? Yeah. She didn't like. Uh, I think just the the forced end for the fight scene between the three of them. I think it was the way that they made it end to show that fight scene between Captain America, Iron Man, and Winter Soldier. I think the whole, you know, like, oh, Bucky killed your parents. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry about I that, but... You. I hate you. Ah, you know, it's... To me, that was kind of like, eh. Well, that kind of that kind of destroys the whole film. I <laughs> yeah. mean, that's the climax of the film. No, I know. No, I I mean, I, I totally get them fighting. You didn't it. like Bucky killing but his the, parents? But the way they, like, set it up in the trailer, it makes you think that, you know, they're fighting because of the Civil War. Oh, well, that's, that's here's the thing. That goes into I the tonal shift. Because that's the thing. I'm sitting there going, as I'm watching this going, okay, there's something else going on here that I'm not aware of. Uh-huh. Whereas at the beginning, it was just, oh, you know, I kind of went in thinking that the, the idea of it, the way that they, they alluded to the idea that something happens with Wakanda and the Black Panther, they kind of revealed that the, the, the main part of the conflict is that the, the, the Black Panther is trying to, to find and kill Bucky, mm-hmm. and Cap's trying to stop him. Well, he's trying to do it because it's, he's manipulated by this other person yeah. that's doing it. So I'm watching this whole thing. I bought the whole super soldier you know, the extra Winter Soldier uh, uh, storyline of the idea that, that Zemo was going to release these six other soldiers. See, I thought Zemo just, was going to take just power. Un- well, no, because I'm still believing that Zemo is a Nazi right. who has ties to Hydra. These are the six perfect people for him. Yes. And then you get there and go, no, he really is Sokovian. 
he kills them in their sleep. Yes. And just basically says, I don't want to unleash hell on the world. I just want you guys to die. See, I thought he was going to steal, I was steal their secret, their, their super soldier serum and put it in himself so he was more powerful. No. Yeah. For me, well, that, that's the thing for me is like, he's, cause be he said too it best. Comic he's like, bookie. it's not a, because even Zemos kind of says, like, it's not about like anybody dying specifically. I don't want to release these monsters on the world. I don't want to destroy the I world. Just, I, just I just want to destroy the I just, Avengers. I just want super, I just want there to stop being superheroes because, because Vision says it very clearly. The more superheroes there are, the more horrible challenges seem to come. And Zemo sort of takes that and goes, if they, if all the superheroes stop superheroing a la Watchmen or Incredibles, then nobody's going to care about Earth anymore because there's nothing interesting. But he doesn't about even it. say that. His more plot, his his plight is with the Avengers, not with enhanced humans. Yes, it is because that's why he he specifically says with the the because they think he's going to release the super soldiers. He's like, it's like, what do you think I am? I'm not here to release more of these monsters out yeah. on the world. Yeah. He calls the mon. He he says they calls the monsters. Yeah, that's true. And he again he doesn't blame again Avenger the Avengers were the ones who after they wrecked his home. They didn't do anything to help the cleanup. So for him, it, it, again, Enhanced Humans was the crux of the movie. More, the Avengers are the face of Enhanced mm-hmm. Humans. Yes. And that's where he's and like... caps the face of the Avengers. Yeah, and he's like, I don't... For him, it's not about murdering all of them. All it's like, I just want you to break... I want to break up the band. I don't care how it happens. I just want no more heroes. Okay, I just so, want the world to be normal again. So what do you... Do you have any uh, dislikes or complaints about the movie? My, my only three gripes are, are, are pacing issues, because I think, I think Winter Soldier is a tighter film. But again, it's not... Like, if, if I were to give this an overall, I give like B plus, A minus easily for this okay. movie. So my, my grievances are minor, even though they seem like big issues. Uh, pacing issues, uh, harsh tonal shifts. There are some really good tonal shifts. We talked about uh, Vision and, and Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch being a really good tone shift in the film where it's like oh this is a very sweet moment and then the light they, they flip the switch and it becomes a very dark scene like i can't let you leave and then he's about to forcibly stop her right so again that's a really good tone shift but there's the things like uh the the shift in tone mostly feels like there are two movies going on well we, you know the only things we didn't even talk about was the raft did yeah. everybody like the raft yeah i thought it was cool i just want there to be the big house i, I prefer the big house yeah yeah there's so, there's so many prisons that you can choose from in the marvel universe big, the big house I is the my ra- favorite. well the raft was um, we can't really introduce 42 because yes. we don't want to talk about other dimensions, right. but this is as close as we can get to That's it. exactly what I felt. Um, I was expecting one of the numbers to be 42 on there or yeah. something. Yeah, I want the big house. So what's the what's the third? The third is just, I, I wish Baron Zemo was more of a character than a plot device. That, yes. That's it. That's it. That's, and, that's my, my, and, that, and that's my thing, is that I, I feel like the villains weren't Strong enough that they're never well, I thought, strong enough. Well, I, I wanted Baron Zemo to be Baron Zemo. Yeah, I don't. Well, no, Baron Zemo became a became went from being a decent villain to a great character in the last thirty minutes of the movie, where he's going to blow his brains out. He's like, character. I won. I don't care if anybody dies. As but long you could have changed his name to anything. And he's going to yeah, sure, but then nobody would care. See, he, and here's the one thing, and, and it, with this discussion, I, I thought about name? something. Is that. You, you, he mentions his dad. He never says his dad by name. Never says anything about his dad. His dad could be an exiled German that is it's there. Not, yes. It's the reason not, it's Russo it's brothers. Not, it's not the Zemo from the comics. So that's fine. And the reason the, the Russo brothers said was that because it worked was because I was expecting him to flip as the as the Zemo from the comic. And when it doesn't happen, in a way, it was like a twist by not being a twist. Right. For me, as I'm watching it going, there's got to be something more here, and there isn't. And for me, that was like a beautiful thing where I'm like, there isn't anything more here. He really is. It's just like, 
you killed my family. Superhumans killed my family. And, and, and yeah, you know, it, it's well, the Russo brothers said that they couldn't use the the, the idea of the the second Baron Zemo from the comic books because it's too far removed from what the original Baron Zemo would have been. This would have been his grandson. And then having his grandson go after Cap for something that he did, you know, to well, his grandfather is not point, as strong as if it's his father. There's a point where if you tie everything into Hydra and, and the Nazis, you're just like, okay, a, that I would mean, be like three we've times been in a through, row. We've already been through four films with Hydra. It's kind of like the Loki thing, where Tom right. Hiddleston said, "I'm not coming back as a villain in another film other than a Thor film," because you're like, how many times are you going to use Loki? Right. How many, you know, let's do there's a reason else. why well, there's a reason why Christopher Nolan didn't use the Joker in three films, right? You know, it's, you kind of have to figure out where where you're going with this, um, especially because the, the the Russo brothers already did their Hydra story, and they did it the best that anyone could possibly do mm-hmm. a Hydra yeah. story. Oh, it was the best twist that they could have done. Um, okay, so we get to the end of it, the mid mid credits finale or scene. Um, we see Bucky relinquishing himself to being captured to being put in um, a stasis tube in Wakanda. Yeah. Uh, and Cap and you. Fry. And then they're living inside of a giant. Uh, living Which inside, I, I living love the fact the because. Land. The Savage Land. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah. But, I mean, Wakanda has the best science in the world in the yeah. comic books. I love the fact that they had that. It was so futuristic looking. Still can't cure cancer. And then you, then you walk outside. Stop bringing real stuff in. I keep telling you that. That's, that, that, that's the. That, that's the that, yeah, that's, I, I do like to poke fun at that where it's like we have the best science. Like, okay, so Rhodey's well, triple. I've, but they can make him walk. I guess DC Comics didn't figure out that with Batgirl. Well, that, well right. that was why they had to come up with a caveat that Barbara Gordon didn't want to walk again right. for 30-something years. The, I hate that because it's the same thing. I've said the same thing for years. The problem that you have with introducing oh, yeah, anything, yeah. The, the, the Green Arrow story in which um, his, his, sport, his, his, uh, his ward speedy, not... Girl speedy. Uh, yeah, the girl right. speedy, uh, Mia, has, has AIDS. Yep. Yes. And you read that story, and it's like, oh, it's so sad she had AIDS. But it's really sad because how the F can no one figure out how to cure AIDS in the DC Universe? Right. You have Mr. Terrific that can make glowing balls that can do anything in the world. Same thing with when you have a, a, a Captain Marvel dies of cancer yes. in, in Marvel, and you're like, Reed Richards can't figure that out? Right. He's right. developed a, 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 a suit that sits on him that can stretch its molecules as in every as way can, as, yeah. as, as we can because we can't draw naked people in our comics in the 60s. When you start introducing that stuff, Flash, if Flash is a federal marshal, he could end every crack house in America in a day. Right. So that's what you got to throw all that stuff out. Yes. The, the fact that you have a stasis tube, because, yeah, you could just stasis anybody who has AIDS. Like, we'll just put him in a tube and we'll yeah. figure it out down the road and then we'll revive him. Um, I, think, I, think we're missing, I think we're missing one amazing point in this, and that is the vision sweater. <laughs> he was how he was awesome. a snappy dresser. He was a snazzy <laughs> son of a bitch. Like he looked so damn good. You're just sitting there going, "I want a movie." I mean, I like want, Donna Reed's husband from the fifties. <laughs> I want a movie. I want Casual Vision the movie. Yeah, that's what I want. I want you know like Vision Homemaker. You know, trying is to it, learn how isn't to. Isn't that what the comic book is? The, Very the much so, but with a much darker tone. But could yeah. you could you see him and Wanda sitting at home having their meal I with would their take, two kids, would, their robot kids? Yeah, I and sitting. Take, I could so see I that happening. I want that film so much because he. That was so fascinating to me as you're watching that scene, and there's a lot going on in that scene, and there's a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of like super serious stuff, and Ross is basically telling the Avengers either sign this or we're going to have you arrested. But at the end of it, you're just going, "Damn, 
He looks good in a sweater. Snappy dresser. He did looks you, good in a cardigan. Did you like the the very very small, very quick the, reference the, to the to the to the gems? With, you know, the I was glad that there was wasn't. Asking about it. it was just the thing in my We're head. Just asking you know. about it, but yeah, it goes. You know, it's because I was. It's, it's like it's, it's a little a reminder, going, "Hey, remember, this is still the the through well, line." Well, that's a, yeah. it's a baddie because you're watching it and going, "He has an infinity gem yeah. in his skull," and he's like, "I don't know what it is." That somehow but I shoots learn it. lasers out of it, even though it's supposedly the soul gem. <laughs> it's not it's the a power mind gem. gem. It's well, it's supposed to be the soul gem. No, that's it's the mind him, gem. That's what gives him a soul. No, but according to this, it's the mind gem. According to what? According to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that is the mind gem. Wait, who says it's the mind gem? They've already they've already established it in a book somewhere. Where? Uh, on the internet, because here's, no. the, here's the thing: I don't think the gems have specific powers. Because they've already, we've seen they, no, they've already they've already Marvel has already come out and said that is the mind gem. Where and even in even in Where? Thor, I mean, even in the last Avengers movie when he when they show the quicks of everything, it's the mind gem. It's not the soul gem. I don't think the gems have specific powers. Because you have you have a tesseract that supposedly is a part of Loki's staff and it does two very it's different things. It's the space though. Space no, the, the tesseract is not part of, the, the, of the, Loki's the staff. The tesseract was the cosmic cube. The 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 gem in uh Vision's head is what was in the staff. Yes. Which is the mind gem. Cuz they cuz they crack it open or it could be the soul gem. It could it could be either or but they know I don't think they, they gave it a name in the film. But in when you look at in the in the vision that 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 thor has it's the mind gem they and they even say so and and marvel has already come out and said it is the mind gem i don't think they have names they do i don't where does thor look at him and go mind gem power gem soul gem no the the tesseract is the space because it allows you to transfer i think they're just all gems i guess you have a mind gem why does he get to shoot lasers out of it that end up crippling black people it should be it should be the soul gem which by the way the mark Furman line whoa oh that was so great it was like whoa whoa, where did that come from that That just kind of came out of nowhere i was like oh no yes okay i want to go see it again okay so anything in wrapping up anything yeah it's we're like at two hours vision's a snappy dresser vision's a snappy dresser uh elizabeth olsen is very beautiful the the final scene with the Spider-Man. A- after after seeing that credit was, that was great too and i love the spider signal the from spider the signal <laughs> well Which, it, it makes it look like a lot of tony stark's tech, uh, it helped tech him out. is going to be part of Spider-Man's and, and he's already and said he's going to be in spider-man as well he's which yeah. makes sense to why he's going to be in spider-man yeah, yeah he's got to build the iron spider and then spider-man goes and, i don't want to talk to you anymore. yeah the spidey's already got because he already made the webbing himself he already has his own web shooters but i like that tony was like here let me help you and because we don't know what the time frame is they could have been like let's go back to my lab and then i'm gonna help let's design a new suit together which yeah, is a, which is the scene a, that a i want costume. yeah which yeah. is the scene i want well, that, that'll probably can you be see, it. Can you see out of those? Because he's wearing goggles, and I like that. It's like they gave a nice explanation that it keeps him focused because he's got so much uh-huh. sensory input. Yeah. He needs something like, you know, like the blinders on a horse. Which gave the why his eyes. Yeah, he, why his keeps eyes him focused. He narrowed. Yeah, he can, so he can target in and focus on stuff. Very, yeah. very clever. No, I thought I thought Spider Man. It was so he was hilarious. Every every part, part Peter Parker on was great. Spider Man, Spider Man. Um, I, I like does the thing. I like Aunt May. I, 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 I think everybody likes Aunt May. Because Marissa Tomei, it's Academy Award winning actress Marissa Tomei, <laughs> and that is not that is not sarcasm on my part. People can complain all they want, but they never really cast an Academy Award winning actress as Aunt May. Look, just go Unless back. Unless Sally Field won just one. Just go back Unless and... Fl- yeah, she did. That's the whole line. Yeah. You like me. You really, really like me. 
Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's yeah. The, she. Yes. So the flying nun won a, an Academy. So two Academy Award winning actresses playing. Who the hell? But she, she is the Aunt first May in the Amazing Spider-Man was. She is the first Aunt May. Uh, that Sally Fields is the is Aunt May in Amazing Spider-Man. Did she continue it also? Okay. Yeah, she, she wasn't was in, in no two. no not in the not in the original no, with Tobey Maguire. It was an older woman. She was like white haired. Right, that's right. That's right. So two she Academy Award like winning Aunt. actresses. But she is Nobody the first Aunt May that we've ever seen naked. Okay. Not as Aunt May, though. But not as Aunt May. And Sally Fields is the first Aunt May that was Wolverine's a Wolverine's not going to be the only movie that's going to be rated R. Spider-Man rated R with hot Marissa Tomei naked. <laughs> Wolverine 3 starts filming right now. And sure it is going Spider-Man to be, homecoming. It's going to be oh, rated R. Oh, shame on you. Sir. Oh, you did not wow. just do yeah. that. Wow. That goes back to the whole Tony Stark being hot over Aunt May. Because <laughs> they were in a movie together before. Wow. So, anyways, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Whoa. So, make sure you... I just wanted to talk about Academy Awards (laughs) and and snappy dressing robots. Snappy dressing robots. So, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Did Paul Bettany have an Academy Award? Did he win for Master and Commander? Paul Bettany, no. Did he get one for Master and Commander? No. (laughs) Paul Bettany almost wasn't acting anymore. No, I know that. There's a lot of people that won Academy Awards that aren't acting anymore. No, he did not win an acting Academy Award for. Does he remember Master. being up there? No. Let's see, Glenn Close is an Academy actor. Yeah. yeah. I think how many people have been in Marvel films that have Academy, Academy Awards? Michael Douglas. Michael uh, Douglas. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was nominated. He was nominated at least. So yeah. we got, and we've got Marissa Tomei now. Yes. Marissa Tomei. Um, it's fascinating. Yeah, exactly. And but they're all really great. But they're all great side characters too. They're yeah. putting they're putting the they're putting the big guns in great support. Well, yeah, because you can't really Stanley. You can't Stanley. You can't. What, what Academy <laughs> Award has Stanley won? <laughs> Did I, you like Stanley's cameo? You're like three quarters of the way through the film and going Tony Stank. <laughs> there, there's got to be. I was so. I'm confused. sitting there and when it happens. I'm like, okay, that's Marvel calling the Russo brothers, going, "Hey, put yeah, him in the movie. He's got to no. be in there. No, we're not going to put him in the movie. No, put him in the movie. No, we're done." This is old. It's tired. Let's get rid of it. Tony Stank. Tony Stank. Don, che- Don Cheadle won an Oscar, too. Yeah, that's right. Don supporting Cheadle character. Won. All the supporting characters are Academy Award winners. Yeah. But Don Cheadle, but Don Cheadle's character, you know, uh, I'm good. that's going to stick. Tony Stank. Tony Stank. <laughs> I love that. That at least made the cameo. At least it was, it was, a, it was finally like a Mar- the Marvel movies have always had like the, the fun aspect, but it was finally like the first Marvel movie that kind of like poked fun at yes. the genre of superheroes without. Without being mean spirited, uh-huh. because a lot of the movies, like like Zack Snyder's movies, like they 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 are very mean spirited towards the genre. And this movie was like, no, oh, we're having a little bit of fun. We can loosen up a bit. There are some ridiculous things, and hey, as long as you're here with us for the ride, you know, we'll have a good time. Yeah, there's a point where you're watching it and going, why does Cap Shield work that way? And you have to go because that's the way Cap Shield works. works. Yeah. You just had him throw it, Did and you it bounces that? off of three things, and it hits two guys, and he catches it. Well, he punches somebody's face, and then he can he can jump out of a ten story building and land on it, and he's okay. Did you notice over the course yeah. of the three mo- the three Captain America movies, not counting the Avengers, his shield has started to defy physics even more. Like no, now, it's just well, like no, bouncing no, 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 around no, no. even more. That's it's, why they mentioned it in the movie. Through the f- course of three films, there were people that figured out. Hey, we should figure out how to use the shield we can do cool instead of him just it. doing nothing with it. Right. You know, even watching, even watching First Avenger, which I've come to like a little bit more watching it 
It's uh, just yeah. that end when they get into the hangar drives me nuts. Yeah, and something that, but it's like it's watching a, him it's throw very quick, the Because well, originally that was supposed to be two-part. It was originally like you can have the first half and then the second movie would be him back in the real life. It's like, you got to get him in the ice. You got to get him in the ice. And yeah. that's Well, I think I've always said that I think part of the reason that the, the last third of the film falls flat is you know where it's going to end. Yes. yes. Like he has to crash the ship, you know, yeah. for me watching it. Where at the end of this, you just, you, you really don't know. I'm like, how are they going to resolve this? They could this? kill Cap here. They could do this. They could, you know. When you get to the hangar, because I'm thinking, or not the hangar, but the, the facility in Siberia, because I'm thinking Zemo is going to release these characters, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to have a rote ending of the Winter Soldier and Cap and Iron Man team up, just killing these six yeah. guys. That's going to be really tough, and then something bad happens or whatever. Instead, you got something completely different to me. The, when so, when Tony says to Cap, very progressive that, uh, communists in the early, late '80s, early '90s black and an asian yeah. uh super soldier <laughs> yeah. uh no but when tony tell when tony comes up at the very end of it and says that uh you don't deserve that shield you know that my or whatever he says it my dad made that shit yeah, or you don't no that's not it's like hey it's you can't yours. take it's not yours yeah. my dad made that yeah and he drops it and it's like good because here's the thing but that like, the way that that shield falls and clanks down well yeah and then you see like the just, scratches on but it. it's just it's so powerful and says Exactly what needs to be said for this yeah. whole movie. Because your, your friend brutally murdered my parents. How dare you defend him? No, but but in a way, it, it almost is. When, when I saw that, it, especially the second time when I saw it the first time, I was still like a little bit okay. Well, I wish they would. I kind of wish they would have killed Cap like the end. But when that happened, the second time I saw it and I just watched it fall, I was like. That's the death of Captain America. Because they know what they're doing. That's the, that's the death of the symbol well, of a Captain well, he America. Becomes, he becomes the super soldier. He becomes again. super soldier, and he becomes a, he, he's got he, his he's got his secret warriors with uh, the Avengers that he. With the, well, with I think the there's there's, there's another out as as well because, um, in Mark Wade's run of Captain America, he loses the shield. Yeah, it falls to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. and they can't get it, and he has an electronic shield. Uh, yes, on the a gauntlet. Yeah. Like the the, 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 the gauntlet. So he's in he's in Wakanda. Well, they've already shown that they make that shield. In uh, in Agents of Shield, Coulson's hand you, you haven't caught up to it. No, but it it, just, it makes a shield. Oh, that's great! So they they've just ruined that. They've too. already they've already done that. Yeah, now. good good job, Marvel. Yeah, and then that's why I well, wish you would have caught good, up. Good thing that. nobody watches Agents of Shield <laughs> exactly because it's going to be a great reveal. Yeah, in the next Infinity movie. War when he yeah. he does he clicks the thing and, and then he picks up the hammer too, and he's standing there and they're going. That's oh, wait, still, this has already been done. I still yes, it's no called, because it's somehow called, they're going to have Agent Coulson pick up a, pick up Thor's hammer in Agents of Shield and hand it to hand it to the, yeah. uh, hand it to Cap. Here no, you go. Superman's going to come out and then he's going to have the shield and the hammer. And he's going to be like, you know how we do this on my planet? We turn it up to wanna, eleven. If you really want to talk about how stupid and short sighted Marvel could be, is you've still gone four years now with Coulson being alive and not a single Avenger. Yep. it doesn't matter. And that's the thing that I've always said. The problem with bringing Coulson back, as much as it ruins the moment in Avengers, is the fact that every single Avengers film that you watch since then, every single film you watch with, how do you keep with that Tony, a secret? It, you're sitting there going, "There's got to be a point." When where, has Nick never said anything? Yeah, it's like there's got to be something here. Like where you go, that could have been. One I of thought the they could have done. I thought they could have done it in Civil War. And and Tony already know about it. I think and we that said it at been. one point. No, not Tony. That that it was. Uh, that Steve would have known about. It. I think we talked about it at one yeah. point. I said you can use that as the nugget. And you don't. That you Steve just knows that Tony's that, that Tony that Phil's alive, and Tony because obviously Tony has more of a relationship with him, right? You know, he, uh, Steve only meets him a couple hours before he dies or whatever, a couple days before he dies. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the short-sighted sort of thing where you're watching it and going, again, that's not a creative decision. Right. The The decision comes from someone in corporate going, we're not basing a film off of a bunch of characters that no one's ever met before. Sure. I, can't, I wonder how the the 10 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans would feel if Marvel one day went out of continuity. Another, Agents, another Agents universe. Agents of Shield is not part of the MCU. Well, they've already they've already established that well, it is. Yeah, because you you have to go through the entire second season of Agents of Shield with the idea that Phil is holding this secret from the whole team, and that causes a lot of tension. And then, in order for that to pay off, you have to go see a movie instead of watching. But you've already had series. Maria Hill and, and and Nick Fury on there. A different universe, Maria Hill, and different. No, universe. no, it's the joke. I know. Been telling the, so anyways, the, the, problem, the problem with it is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. should have looked at that and said, why don't we wait yeah. until How I Met Your Mother gets canceled, and then why don't we go look and see if uh, if What's-Her-Face is willing to do another TV series and base it off of Maria Hill, sure. who wasn't dead. Yes. that would. But that instead, been, they're like, no, 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 we got to do it right now. we got to yes. make this show, and it's going to be there, and then in three years, they're going to do this thing called Netflix, and they're going to put these shows on there, and everyone's going to go, wow, this show sucks. Yeah. Which, by the way, I think this week or next week, there's supposed to be a tie-in to Captain America: Winter, uh, Civil War. Yeah, it's because when she, when Shield falls apart, whatever, whatever. Again. Coulson Coulson has some kind of reaction to it. So, on that note, we are going to wrap things up because we are almost two hours in. This one, this was, this must be one of Sebastian's favorite episodes. <laughs> I can see the hate in his eye. No, it's good. <laughs> no, I mean, with these review shows, it's it's going to be a little longer. I'm actually glad well, that the we don't have shorter. everybody here because then it would have been. Even longer. So on that note, as I was saying before, you can check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables or at Twitter on... Shit. I fucked it up. 134 episodes, and I still fuck it up. I think you've only gotten it right once. We're on Twitter, at Nerdables Show. And for Chris, Ethan, and Sebastian... Not Stan, Sebastian. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just end it. (laughs) Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag Sebastian. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.